And we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. You could be almost anywhere in the world if you're not in a total lockdown state, but you're right here with me, and I most certainly appreciate y'all for that. It's a whole lot going on all over the internet, all over social media, all over the news cycle. Hopefully we get some traction in the Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Burisma Holdings, Ukraine kerfuffle. I hope. That's my wish. If I just had one wish today, at least, it'd be we get something done with that. That'd be great. Will there be anything done? I'm not really sure. Trump says he takes hydroxychloroquine as a preventative measure against a virus. It's been proven to work very well all over the world, not just for this coronavirus, but also for SARS, also for rheumatoid arthritis, also for malaria, lupus, and many other illnesses, diseases, viruses, whatever you want to call them. But you know, people on the left, they don't like that too much. They say, hey, you can't talk about that. It's unproven, all this, that, and the third. Neil Cavuto had a meltdown. I can't say I was shocked, but I was just kind of like, come on, sir. You're on Fox. You're on television right now. Be a little bit more responsible with your language. You understand what I'm saying? It's really just kind of crazy. But I'm glad y'all are here. We have a lot to discuss tonight. Thank you for joining. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. We're going to get into all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. Once again, I thank y'all for joining. And shout out to His Gaze Incorporated for becoming a supporter of the channel. I thank you all. And if you're listening on an audio streaming platform, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, is it called? Uh, Anchor, Stitcher, wherever you are, uh, you can give me a five-star rating over there, review me, share me, whatever you could do. I most certainly appreciate you for sure. Shout out to Joe Rogan for getting $100 million for doing an exclusive deal with Spotify. That's wild. I mean, imagine doing podcasts and getting paid $100 million, and it's probably not even like just, it's probably not, it's probably not a lifetime deal. It'll probably re-up sometime in the future, which is crazy. So shout out to him. Yeah. Now there's a whole lot going on. Uh, the whole thing about the $75 million for illegal aliens. That's crazy. And I'm surprised it's not more than that. 500 bucks. Why not a thousand bucks? Why not $10,000 per illegal alien? And my thing is this, with the, with the, to, to go ahead and speak about that right quick. Uh, Gavin Newsom, California governor is attempting or has already done or is in the midst of giving out 75 million u.s dollars to illegal aliens now it's only going to be about 150,000 of them so they're going to get 500 bucks a piece you know that's no chump change especially if you're here illegally now since when did you become privy to taxpayer funds when you're here when you're here illegally that's what i want to know do illegal aliens pay personal property tax? Do they pay state income tax, federal income tax? Do they pay anything like that? So why is my money going to them? Because let's be clear. California's in debt right now. 58 billion or so in the hole. And they want federal bailout monies to be able to shore that up. Talking about, oh, well, the reason why we're in debt is because of the virus. 
well, maybe if you didn't spend $75 million on illegal aliens, you might have some money left over. You may have a balanced budget if you did that. Just maybe. Okay? And let's not act like California is like New York. It's not. Nowhere near. It's not like this big issue with the virus. L.A. County is no New York City. That's just not what it is. It's populous like that, and they have had some cases, but it ain't the level of New York City because it's more spread out. You know, so let's let's not even do that. But that's 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 a power of money, power of corruption. It, it just keeps going on and on and on. You want more and more and more. And you get so crazy and so ridiculous to the point where you want to steal money from hardworking Americans. I am not a fan of it. Not in the least bit. Not at all. Hudson Jackson, the second says Newsom must be arrested. Hey, I'm with you. <laughs> Newsom should be arrested. He should be, for sure, because it's like illegal aliens, you're giving them money. See, it's bad enough you got sanctuary cities. That's bad enough. Okay, you're, you're harboring fugitives. You're talking about child predators, murderers, uh, car thieves, home invaders, game bangers, all of that kind of good stuff. Because let's be clear, the sanctuary law does not discriminate based upon what your background is. Okay, so if your background is of a child abuser, like, let's say you tied up 13 girls in your basement, get caught, get locked up, go to jail, come to the U.S., and you're given safe harbor. They, see, you don't really care about what you got going on. They're not looking into your background and see what's happening with you. They're just letting you in the country, and you could do whatever. All they know is that you're illegal, you have no papers, you might not speak any kind of English. Okay, that's all they know. And they just let you stay. They won't let you get arrested. By the federales, they're trying to block them out the way, which is ridiculous. It's like, okay, we got uh, a rape we're trying to do. We're trying to pick up a bunch of criminals, dangerous people from the. We're trying to pick them up, and you're getting in the way because it's a sanctuary city. But I'll move on. It's bad enough to have sanctuary cities, but then you when they give illegal aliens a bunch of money. Now, how about this? You got sanctuary cities, right? Where you got all kind of game bangers, criminals, and whatnot having safe harbor, then you want to give them money on top of that. So you want to give a MS-13 member a bunch of money, you know, because, and then also it's easy to fry this whole thing with the money that they're giving to illegal aliens. If the monies are for illegal aliens, why can't I say, my name is Jose Ramirez, my name is Oscar Gonzalez, let me get 500 bucks. I'm gonna have a fake mustache. Matter of fact, ain't gonna be no mustache because it's gonna be over the phone. So, I could change my voice like this, and then now, let me get the 500. Where are you going to send it to? Oh, send it to this address. It's all good. I'll send it to my grandmama's address. You won't even know nothing. Uh, sir, the, the name on this address is um, Esther McKnight. Don't, don't worry about the name. Just send the money. How about that? You understand? But that's what's going on with this whole virus. There's a bunch of stupid things happening. And then they got a nerve talk about, oh, we want a federal bailout. Federal bailout for what? Spend your money appropriately, and then you'll be able to do better. These lockdowns don't do anything at all. They're just really over the top for no reason. Matter of fact, I got to show you this clip from my man, uh, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida. And shout out to him. I'm glad that he won. I'm glad that um, General Butt Naked, a.k.a. What's the man's name? All I know him for is being Butt Naked now. That's, that's, that's his name. Oh, General Butt Naked. I forgot his name. They got to get caught in the hotel with the drugs. Anyway, I'm glad, I'm glad he's not the governor because if he were the governor, we'd be in a, 
much worse situation in Florida, that is. I'm not a Floridian, but shout out to everybody there. If you had him, it'd be a much worse situation. Let me see if I can find it right quick. Oh, here's my man, Ron DeSantis. And let me pull it up right quick on the screen. And for those that can't see this, it appears, I'm not really sure where he's at. I see that he's with Mike Pence, but I'm not really sure where he is specifically. I thought it was a White House, but I'm not quite sure that's what it is. Okay, let's go ahead and check this out. Ron DeSantis, keeping it real. Our data is available. Our data is transparent. In fact, Dr. Burks has talked multiple times about how Florida has the absolute best data. So any insinuation otherwise is just typical partisan narrative trying to be spun. And part of the reason is that because you got a lot of people in your profession who waxed poetically for weeks and weeks about how Florida was going to be just like New York. Wait two weeks, Florida's going to be next. Just like Italy, wait two weeks. Well, hell, we're eight weeks away from that, and it hasn't happened. Not only do we have a lower death rate, well, we have way lower deaths generally, we have a lower death rate than the Acela Corridor, D.C., everyone up there. We have a lower death rate than the Midwest, Illinois, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio. But even in our region, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida has the lower death rate. And I was the number one landing spot from tens of thousands of people leaving the number one hot zone in the world to come to my state. So we've succeeded, and I think that people just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative, it challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Maybe it's that there are black helicopters circling the Department of Health. If you believe that, um, I got a bridge in Brooklyn I'd like to sell you. There it is, right on point. Shout out to my man Ron DeSantis, right on point. I'm glad we don't have, oh, that's his name, Andrew Gillum. I'm glad we don't have Andrew Gillum, a.k.a. General Butt Naked in there, just doing whatever he wants to do. Okay, leading incompetently. We got a good guy in there that knows what's going on. So shout out to him. All right, and they are pretty much open. They're, they're ready to rock. If I'm wrong about Florida being open, you guys let me know in the comments. I don't, I don't mind being incorrect, but I think they're pretty much open. Uh, Georgia, same way. You're not seeing spikes in deaths in these places. See, what will happen when you watch the news, they'll, they'll try to smear Florida and Georgia, places like that that have opened up. They'll try to say, oh, there's a spike in cases. But what you, there was Pence April. Yes, it was. But what you will notice is that they don't say spike in deaths. They only say spike in cases. Now, why is there a spike in cases? Because you have more testing happening. Of course, there's going to be more cases. You got more testing. But since they don't say spike in deaths, but there's more cases, that lets me know that you have a lower death rate. You know what I'm saying? Because all you can do as far as the death rate is look at those that you have tested versus those that have died or those that have died that become positive, which, which are included in the tested. And then, okay, you say we have X number of tested and or positive, and then Y number of dead and come up with Z as your solution. But what you're missing is a total number of people that actually have it. And you'll never be able to find that unless you do more testing. And when you do more testing, you're going to find more that have it. That's natural. If you test 10,000 more people, you're going to find some in that group that have it, especially if they already have symptoms and they're coming in there to get confirmed when they were not confirmed before. That doesn't mean that they caught the virus recently, nor does it mean that they're going to die from the virus. What you got to look at is a spike in the deaths. That'll give you a greater determination if opening up too soon was a good thing or a bad thing. Because let's be clear, 
people are dropping dead from the virus ASAP. It's a quick acting virus, which is why the anti-inflammatory hydroxychloroquine works well because it gives you time for your body to fight off the virus. That's what you're trying to really get is time. People a lot of times get in it, um, intubated and put on a ventilator because the time's running out. But if you're able to get more time, there'll be no need to even go down that direction because you have more time to fight the virus and beat it naturally rather than getting put on a tube and probably ending up dead as a result because your body is no longer fighting because the machine is breathing for it. You understand? So it is what it is. Yeah, mainstream media is Chinese propaganda, Dusty D. Hey, I was watching this video on uh, Valuetainment. Shout out to my man over there, um, Patrick Bet David. He was talking about, or I saw in the beginning of it, they're talking about how China has a big stranglehold on the entertainment industry, especially movies. And it was one scene in the movie where it was a Chinese doctor wearing a mask. I was like, wow, really? Now, I'm not sure when that came out. But it, it kind of just gives you this whole thing. Like, there was no reason to have the Chinese guy there, but he was there. Okay. You got a Captain America movie. What are they doing in South Korea or Tokyo, Japan or Beijing, Shanghai, some Asian country? Let's be clear. A lot of these places, although they may not be China, are specifically put in there to cater to China or to Asia in general. So the Chinese can feel like they're part of it. China is a big part of their market that they're trying to cater to. All right. Like it's a really big portion of the money that they make is China. Same thing with NBA. If anybody can get a foothold in China, they're going to do it because there's so much money to be made over there. They got a brand new middle class. And the issue with China is that they want to control you in order for you to make money over there. You got to pretty much be in bed with the government to make any kind of money. And that can affect us negatively because we get served propaganda constantly. So it is what it is. All right, Carl K. Carl K. Actually, they said um, 80% of those that get put on event, 70 to 80% of those that get put on event, at least in New York City, die. 70 to 80%. So it's like a death sentence because your body is not fighting off the virus. You don't have enough time to be able to, you know, at, at that point, you, your body just stops trying to fight because the machine's doing the work. Alrighty. Shout out to his gaze. And thank you for becoming a supporter of the channel, man. I really appreciate that. He says, we love you, bro. And we watch just about daily. Can't wait to see you debate again. Hey, I'm going to do some more debates, hopefully soon. You know, I, I get people talk about that all the time. They talk, talk about some debates from the past. I want to do some more debates for sure. Yeah, I think I will do some more debates. For me, it's, it's fun. So I need to kind of get back into it. Thank you to Andrea, who says, ABL keeping it real. Hey, I can't do nothing else. Shout out to Bukala Buffalo, who says, Dershowitz saying the government can force vaccinations on people. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I saw that he was saying that if the government says they can put you in a ventilator, it's pretty much a wrap and you have no constitutional rights. Yeah. I mean, not what did I say, ventilator, vaccine. If they want to give you a vaccine, there's no more constitutional rights. They can just do whatever they want to do. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that at all. Not in the least bit. And I don't want the vaccine. All right. So if you're going to force me to be on it, that's going to be a problem. I don't want that at all. So keep that vaccine far away from me. I don't want it. Not in the least bit. And if you're seeing some issues with the comments and stuff like that, like I know one of my most recent videos, some of the comments didn't show up properly. If you see any issues like that in this chat, 
Not sure how I would manifest in the live stream, but it may be some issues with the view count and the number of chats that are in the box. If you've seen issues with that, it's just YouTube going through a few changes. All right. Shout out to Ian Kenny who says YouTube search Nabu leaks. The Ukrainians recorded their phone conversations with Biden and Kerry. Quit pro Joe Ukraine held the conference. Now, I did a video about the phone conversations. Well, somewhat about that today as it relates to creepy, sleepy Joe. Uh, not John Kerry, though, but definitely Joe Biden. And I put some of the audio on my website. I may put the whole thing on my website so you can hear it. But I mean, what he said in the phone call is pretty clear. It's, it's definitely quid pro quo. Hey, here's a billion dollars we got for you. But guess what? We need you to go ahead and get rid of that prosecutor that's investigating Burisma Holdings. Okay, those were not his exact words, but he did say a billion dollars. But okay, you got a prosecutor there, but you got to get rid of him. So you knew what was going on. It was pretty clear what was happening. And if anybody doubts it, there's audio of it. And matter of fact, Joe Biden himself admitted to doing it. That's also on my website. He was on a, a panel at the CFR, Council on Foreign Relations, ironically enough. And he was talking about what he did and was bragging and laughing about it. You know, he said that, yo, we got this money, all this that and the third. And then he was kind of like threatening them. And they were bucking back, talking about, well, how can you do that? You're not the president. He was like, well, go ahead and call him. See what happens. And then they fired a prosecutor. You know, that's just really strong arm bullying tactics to me. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but I don't see how I'm incorrect. I think I'm right on point for sure. Alrighty. Spring Hill Outdoor says the other day when ABO said the folks at the gym take your temperature at the door to make sure you get money. <laughs> I about fell out my chair. <laughs> yeah, man. You get you gotta be good at the door for sure. And shout out to them. Hopefully they are not being shut down because I was hearing things that they got another va um, not vaccine. They got another um, citation. So hopefully they are good and they're not going to be shut down. Thank you, Loretta. I appreciate you. And shout out to America's favorite Brazilian who says, ABL Hall, you've been doggy. Everything good. Everything's good over here. Can't complain at all. <laughs> the military budget. I've not seen anything about the military budget and at least not recently. So I don't know too much about that. Not at all. What else we got going on? There's a whole lot of things happening. Oh, did you guys see Fauci? Right now. Like in March. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This was in March. Now, if you look at this, if you look this up on the Internet, there will be sites talking about, oh, the video, taking out of context, all this, that, and the third. But this video is from March. We're only into May. So you're talking about, what, two months ago? Not very long ago at all. So this is what he said then, although you've seen him recently picking his nose with a mask on. Let's check it out. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying uh, uh, inside uh, uh, there? Of course, of course. But when you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing them and people who are ill. Okay, so he says right there two months ago in March that masks should be for people that are ill and healthcare providers. All right. 
But regular normies out here wearing the mask like my man right here are just ridiculous. Are, are you seeing this? Okay. Now, you might not be able to see it. You might just be listening to it. But when I'm playing right now, and I pause it for a moment, is a video of a man wearing a hospital type mask with this big slot in the middle and he's eating some food. I'm not sure what this is he has on his plate, like some green beans, some chicken, mashed potatoes, and he's eating it really weird. And some of the food is falling off of the fork and it's like the food is like falling off the fork it's touching the lip of the open part of the mask and falling back into his plate, which is pretty gross. Like imagine being this ridiculous where you get a mask with a big hole in it. And you know what? I'm, I'm not even going to judge this dude all the way. I ain't going to totally judge him because people were, you know, trying to screech on me saying, Hey, you got to wear a mask when you go to a restaurant. I'm like, sir, how are you going to eat food with a mask on? All right. It blocks your mouth. But but maybe now I have my answer. Maybe my answer is here. OK, you can get a mask that has a food port in it, which totally defeats the purpose of a mask. But whatever. It's 2020. So what? I thought we'd be in flying cars by now. We'd be like the Jetsons. But yet. My man right here has on a hospital mask with a food slot in the center. And it's a guy that is, matter of fact, you can't even see the whole video. In the video, he had like a little, a little um, thing. I can't even, I don't know what this is called, like a little squeeze piece. And you can squeeze it and that's what opens the mask up. And when it's not squeezed, the hole is kind of shut a little bit. You can still see visible air. If I could see visible air in it, that ain't going to stop no virus at all. You might as well just be wearing that just for fashion, just for a joke or something like that. But he appears to be dead serious. I mean, dead serious. This man, like, I, I don't see the the, com the comedic factor. He's like super serious. That's, that's where we're at nowadays. And it's it's like, okay, I've, I've seen this in restaurants. You know, we, we going out to restaurants and I saw a couple with a mask on. Now, they took it off when they sat down. But my thing is, what was the point of wearing it to the restaurant? You're going to take it off right when you sit down and you got to eat. So what are we even doing? Okay. I'm not wearing the mask. If you want to wear one, that's fine. I'm not judging you, but I can't do it. I cannot do it. I, first of all, I can't be covering my nose. My nose is not a small nose. I'm used to being able to breathe through my nose. If I can't breathe through my nose... And I'm suffocating if we got a problem. I'm not trying to uh, choke to death from a mask when I'm not sick. I have no symptoms. I feel perfectly fine. I don't live in New York City. I live in the area where everything's spread out. Okay. You can, like, you got to have a car. You can't just, you know, hop in the subway or nothing like that. I don't live in no area where it's a real danger. So there's no need for me to wear a mask where I live at. Simple. Shout out to Joyce who says, 5 million in Harris County, Texas. That's Houston, right? 179 deaths. So 179 deaths out of 5 million people. I mean, you probably get more than that from the regular flu. So it's like, what are we doing? Loretta says, I'm an oral surgeon and this is making me crazy outside of the operating room. I can imagine how it is. <laughs> I can imagine like you're, you're actually a professional, right? 
and you see things like that and it's like what what is this what are we even doing it's madness so i can imagine how it is for you <laughs> for sure I, I would be the same like i'm i'm getting upset by being just a regular person not a medical professional but actual medical professionals just got to be going through the most right now cringing beyond cringe i can imagine <laughs> Romir says a crackhead on my block is selling masks. I, I don't, I don't doubt it. Not at all. I do not doubt it at all. And also today I was riding, driving my own business, going to wherever I had to go to. And there was a guy in the mask in his van, me mugging me. It's like, sir, what you mean mugging me for? I'm in my car. I'm by myself. Ain't nobody even in here. My windows are rolled up. It's raining. Get your eyes on the road. So don't look at me. Cause I don't got no mask on. Okay, if you want to wear a mask in your car with nobody around you in that big creeper van, you know what I'm saying? You might get some kids in the back tied up, sir. Don't be looking at me, me mugging me. I should call the police, but different story. I'll move on. The whole point is that um, don't me mug us. If you got a mask on, I ain't going to me mug you. That's fine. So don't me mug me. But if you like my man with the little uh, slot eating food through it, I'm going to me mug you because that's just ridiculous. Don't do that. Do not do that. I've seen people with masks on smoking cigarettes. I've seen them with the mask up under here. It's like, okay, if you got your mask like right here, you got all kind of, as my man said, schmutz up under your neck. You've been sweating, playing basketball. It's like, what are you doing? I saw Fauci picking his nose through the mask. <laughs> I was like, Fauci, what are we even doing? Matter of fact, hold on. Let me see if I can find that. I I'm going to find that Fauci clip with him trying to, Dig through <laughs> right when I hey right when I ask for it, it pops right up. Okay, hold on. Here it is. Wait a minute, I don't want to have um the music in the background. Okay, this man is first of all touching his face, adjusting the mask, all kind of stuff. You know, messing with his hair, scratching, patting his jank. It's like, sir, stop <laughs> picking his nose, fumbling, guilt. And then he put his finger inside the mask and started picking his nose. It's like, sir, what are we even doing? I think the whole mask phenomenon has got to come to an end. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm tired. I don't know about y'all. But I didn't see more faux pas with the mask than I have seen successful uh, usages of it. All right. <laughs> Tim has on a Tim has a mega beanie for real. Is that right? <laughs> Does he have a mega beanie? Is that is that fact? But thank you for being here. Definitely appreciate you. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video. I'd appreciate it. And if you're listening on an audio streaming platform, give me a five-star rating over there. Share it, review it, do whatever you can on that platform to help me get rocking and rolling. And I really appreciate y'all. Yeah, the, the mask in the car is just crazy. Super crazy. I mean, you could at least have it kind of like off to the... And people are wearing it different kind of ways. A lot of these reporters are in the uh, the White House press briefing room. They're wearing it kind of like to the side. They're taking it off when the cameras go off. It's just crazy. 
But hey, it is what it is. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> Fought you a two-headed snake. That's correct. He is correct. All right. Oh, I can imagine, Brandon, Miami. Hey, I've been to Miami. Miami is super hot. It's just humid. I, but you know what? I went, and I went. It wasn't even the summertime. It was like November. Nah, like October, November. It was hot. You get off the plane and go outside the airport. It's a shock. It's like, good night. I felt you about just busting the flames right there on the, um, on the side of the road. It was crazy. All righty. But what else we got going on here? Aside from Dr. Fauci picking in his nose through his mask. And that, that schmutz right there, your, your, your boogers and whatnot from your nose going onto the inside of your mask. And then you're breathing that in. All righty. But what else we got? Hold on. Let me just see what I had on my list. Just to make sure I got everything that I want. And I'll read some of you guys' comments in a minute. Oh, shout out to all the businesses reopening on their own. I saw, I think it might have been on Twitter, that in Las Vegas, you got uh, 1,100 businesses opening up on their own. They're not waiting on anybody to say you can do it. And none of that type of stuff going on. Just saying, you know what? I'm going to open up. And if you do something about it, so what? I don't care. I'm open. And that's just pretty much what it is. Matter of fact, let me see if I can find that right quick. 90 degrees a day in Florida. Now, see, 90 degrees, and then on top of that, you got the humidity. I'm not sure if it's kicked in yet, but that humidity is something else. I mean, good night. You're ready just to start, you know, sweating. Like, you're just going to get wet immediately as soon as you go outside. It's that, it's that tropical heat right there. All right, matter of fact, here it is. Okay. Let me see if I can pull this up on the screen. And it says, LVMPD. Response to 1,100 Las Vegas businesses not complying with Governor Sisliak's orders. All right, what's going to be the response? Now, of the 1,100 businesses, less than a dozen were cited with license suspension. Uh, Lieutenant Chio says suspending licenses is an exception rather than a rule. So what are they really going to do? If everybody's open, what can they really do? Just like my man that has a business in Jersey, the um the gym, Attila's gym. I think that's in Baltimore, New Jersey, which is right outside the Camden Philly metro area. Um, they open up and they um I think we're giving the citation later, but the police came and couldn't shut them down because all the supporters were out there, everybody has their signs, everybody's in support of the business. They're like 200 deep. What you going to do? Arrest everybody, shut everybody down. It's impossible. It's not a thing you can actually really do. Omar Adams says Top Golf opened up and they were shut down a day later. Fishers, Indiana. And you know what? I've been to Top Golf. I, I enjoy Top Golf. I miss Top Golf, actually. I want to go back to Top Golf, um, especially in Virginia. They got the level one. They're booting one here. It's like the little, it's like a little driving range. But anyway, um, Top Golf is not even a spot that's like, really close quarters like that. You're more you're more close quarters at Walmart than you are in Top Golf in my humble opinion. Okay, you got this wide open lane to yourself. You got chairs and stuff. It's like a bowling alley basically with golf. You're not going to be that tight up on one another. So there was no point of shutting it down. I don't really get it. They're they're shutting businesses down. 
And then they're going to have an issue with being able to generate revenue. That's going to be a serious issue, 100%. And then they're going to come to the federal government talking about, can you give us a bailout? No. How about open your business and raise your money that way? Don't rely upon the federal government for your funds because you don't want to stay open. And then what was that? Um, was that Indiana, Omar? Yeah, Indiana. So it's like, you're in Indiana. What's the big deal? You're not even in a highly populated area. Matter of fact, let me look it up right quick. Fisher's Indiana. Where is that? Anyway, hold on. Let me see. Fisher's Indiana. Okay, you're outside of Indianapolis. Indianapolis is a decent sized city, but it ain't that big. <laughs> it's not like Chicago. And Chicago, last I checked, was not some kind of epicenter. And Indianapolis is only like 878,000. Matter of fact, hold on. Not even. According to the 2018 estimates from the U.S. Census, the consolidated population of Indianapolis and Marion County was 875,000. So this is not a really big area at all. And they want to shut businesses down. Why? What is the purpose? It doesn't make any sense. But what do I know? Okay. Yeah, open that back up. Get some money. Now, I will say this about the police. The police aren't really enforcing these rules that much. Okay, you got certain little guidelines coming from the governor, coming from the mayor, maybe. But the police aren't really enforcing it because they understand that it's dumb. And they understand that it'll cause more problems than it will solve. Because I was saying this today with my man, Adam. Shout out to Adam Lowe. I may upload that show I was on today called Man Up. I might put that on one of my channels or on my social media. But anyway, I was talking about this and I was saying that um, when you start to give orders from the government, you know, like micromanage your life or you can't go here, you can't go there. You got to go in your house. You can't be out past eight o'clock, all this and that. And the third, there's going to be civil unrest. All right. Any little thing that happens, any little thing that I get irritated about, I'm going to lash out in a way that I probably shouldn't potentially not everybody but some people are going to do that and you're going to have civil unrest you're going to have fights when it probably wouldn't normally be a fight with some people because you're being micromanaged to death you're being told what to do you have no freedom you have no autonomy so you're going to be upset and you're going to lash out all right so police understand that so they don't want to provoke any kind of unnecessary violence so they're simply going to just not enforce that many things as it relates to the shutdown now some police are going to do it but what they're going to find is that um, trying to enforce these things is not really worth it you're going to end up creating more problems than those that were there to begin with all right if it's a guy on on a beach by himself fishing you go out there and try to arrest him first of all you got three guys and nobody wearing no mask you're not social distancing and you're just invading his space. So if he had the virus, y'all got it too. So what's the purpose? So yeah, they're going to eventually just say, you know what? We're not going to enforce anything. Where I live, anybody enforcing nothing. Okay? Anybody enforcing nothing. The only thing I see that people are doing is in a restaurant, you have social distancing. But that's going to be gone at a certain point too. That'll be gone. Because what if a restaurant says, you know what? We're not going to do it. What are you going to do as an officer? Go to every restaurant in the whole city and monitor to see if they're doing it? Or what if you are an officer, you come by in the morning, right, to check to see if everything's straight, 
and you don't come back anymore, all they're going to do is just move that table and then that's it. The issue that you have with this is people that are snitching or the Karens of the world. Oh, I was in X, Y, and Z diner and they were not social distancing. They taking pictures, putting it on social media. That's the problem. The police are less of the problem and the Karens are the bigger problem because there may be certain rules that are supposed to be followed, but anybody following it, the patrons aren't following it. The owners aren't following it. The police aren't enforcing it, but then it'd be one person to come and put it on social media. It gets national attention. The governor's involved. The mayor's involved. All this, that, and the third. Then they got to start cracking down. Even though the governor shouldn't be doing anything like that, that's kind of how it happens. In my humble opinion, that could be wrong, but it is what it is. Exactly, Avery. Uh, Avery says, funny, all the regular criminals disappeared. Got to get those surfers and swimmers. Lordy, exactly. Got to get them. You know, God forbid somebody goes outside, exercise, get some fresh air, get some sun. Which is, what they say you need, they're putting UV lamps in the subways of New York to clean up the cars because of all the bums do to want to do everything I see want to do in the cars, right? On the subway cars. So if they're putting UV light underground to clean things in New York City, then why can't I be outside at the beach? I was seeing people getting mad at the beach in Virginia because it appeared to be quote unquote crowded, but it wasn't even that bad, really. I mean, I'm from that area, Virginia Beach, Virginia, and I've been down the beach many times, more times than I can count. I've been down there for festivals, just kind of on a regular day and in, in the daytime, nighttime, whatever. And it does not get that like, hold on, I gotta find a picture right quick. They're trying to say that it was super crowded and it was a big problem, but it was not really. You know, and even if it was, you're outside. That's the best place to social distance outside, okay? Matter of fact, I can't find it, but I had it somewhere. So yeah, it is what it is. The picture was not that bad at all. Matter of fact, I'm going to find that now. See, I, I always try to find stuff real quick. And if I can't find it, I get upset. Hold on. Cause I know who has it. I'm going to go to their page and pull it up just so we can go ahead and so, so I can show you what everybody's upset about and what the Karens are talking about because people are taking pictures of these things and they're putting it on social media and they're trying to get people in trouble for that. They're trying to say, oh, well, you shouldn't be doing this, all this, that, and the third. You know, that's that's generally the issue people have. Okay, here it is. Found it. Okay, so this picture got everybody in the uproar. Oh, they're crowded at the beach. Now, first thing, it's a, it's, it's a real picture. I fact-checked it. I verified it. It's a real picture. It was taken, uh, when was this? On May 16th of this year. But this picture is not that crowded. Because, first of all, it's from a high angle. It's, it's from a, a it's, it's far away. You see the big buildings and stuff in the background. If you were up on it, you could not see the top of those buildings because they're really tall. All you would see is like up to like a third or the fourth floor. You would see like the like right there on that one. You wouldn't see the top of these really big tall ones like you do in this picture. You could be down the beach and it looked just like this and be 20 feet away from the next family group. Easily. No problem. Okay. And like I said, you're on the beach, you got the sand, you got the sun, all of that beaming down on you. 
The sun at least ain't the sand beaming down on you, but you got the sun beaming down on you. That's the best place to be. If they're putting UV lamps in the subway cars in New York, why can't I be in a natural UV lamp called the beach, called outside? How are you going to regulate outside? That makes no sense at all. But hey, I guess it is what it is. I'm not even worried about it. Thank you for being here. Most certainly appreciate you. Shout out to all the super chatters right quick. I'm going to get to those and I'm going to keep on moving. Uh, let me see. Thank you to Jimmy B who says, fear is a choice. Turn off CNN. Hey, you right there. Right on point. Thank you to his gaze who says, LOL, the creeper dude got little mask on the kids. <laughs> Shout out to Matthew Richardson who says, Zelensky investigating Poroshenko for high treason. Interesting. Very interesting. Shout out to uh, Caitlin Knox. Hopefully I butcher your name who says, what do you think about Gavin Newsom mandating vote in by mail? Do you think they're trying to corrupt our elections? Can Trump do anything? Love you. Well, thank you for your donation. Most certainly appreciate you. Um, now, I did not see that he's going to mandate vote in by mail, so you can't vote at the polls. So he's basically closing down everything until November. Is that what's going on? What's happening? I'm not really sure. But to answer your question the best I can, um, it's all about just trying to cheat. That's all. That's what California is known for. Because they have illegal aliens, they're trying to get them to vote, uh, no ID, that kind of stuff. They're trying to they're trying to cheat. And there's no point in cheating because you can well, you know, I take that back. There is a point to cheating because they don't want any more seats to go Republican, like what happened with Katie Hill's seat. They don't want that to happen. So they want to be able to cheat if a thing is going in the wrong direction, they want to turn it around to go in favor of them. That's what's going on in my humble opinion. Because when you mailing in your vote and there's no ID, how do they know who you are? If you're dead or if you're alive or whatever, it'd be easy to cheat that way. Simple. Thank you for your donation. Shout out to Matthew who says, I'll break law of my nine-year-old climb fence to play in park. <laughs> That's crazy. You got to break the law to play in the fence with your, to play in the park with your daughter. <laughs> That's crazy. Or your son. I don't know if it's daughter or son. I don't want to misgender anybody. But that's crazy. You got to break the law to play with your kids outside, to, to, to be dad, get to break the law. That's crazy. Let me see. Carla says, my parents got sent mail-in ballots and I didn't. Same house. I exactly. What's going on with that? It's, that? it's that cheating stuff. And then that's something else. They might not send out ballots to those who need them. They may, they may send out ballots selectively. Oh, we require mail-in voting, but we just mysteriously did not send in ballots to certain people that vote Republican. You see, where I live, there's no registering Democrat or Republican. You just register to vote, right? But in certain states, you register to vote as a Democrat, Republican, or Independent. So what if you are registered to vote Republican and you don't get sent your ballot? And that same pattern happens to everybody. It might not be everybody happens to and maybe some people it happens to. So let's just say um, out of those that vote Republican, 10% don't get their ballots. But if you vote Democrat, everybody gets their ballots. So you see what they're trying to do. They're trying to like discourage you from voting, making it more difficult. And then once they have your votes in the mail, it's easy to cheat. It's easy to just quote unquote lose stuff in the mail. It's a lot of different ways you can manipulate that system. Way too much for me, in my humble opinion. Thank you to Stephen Kemp, who says, do you think Trump should sign another stimulus to relax 
unemployed voters for the election Republicans have to defend 23 Senate seats in November? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I don't want any more stimulus. What we've done so far is too much. They're talking about we've already spent like $6.8 trillion. I'll say that one more time. They say we've already spent or printed, whatever you want to call it, same thing, I guess, at this point, $6.8 trillion U.S. dollars. So the next one, talking about another $3 trillion. So you're talking about, what, $10 trillion? $10 trillion? On top of the $24 trillion we had in debt? Where does it end? I, I mean, no. I don't think we're going to lose as a result of not doing more stimulus. What we got to do is just have our states open back up. That's it. That's really the solution. The stimulus is just way too much. Shout out to, um, hold on, I missed it. Justin Miller, who says, what do you think, who do you think would win in a drinking contest? Nancy Pelosi or Kamala, the queen of cringe Harris. <laughs> now, I don't know Kamala Harris to be a drinker. So Nancy Pelosi, I've seen her drunk quite a few times. And if she's not been drunk, I can't tell. So. I'm rather when Nancy Pelosi winning that contest in the landslide. Ain't no kind hey, bar nine, hands down, she'll win that. Alrighty. Let me see. Shout out to Steve Kelly who says, open Ohio now. Hey, open it up. ASAP. Open Ohio right now. Open every state up right now. We gotta get it done. Bennett Arnold says, Did you hear Oregon change Republican to nonpartisan, which eliminates your vote? So I'm not sure what that means. Now as far as like how you register to vote or how you, I'm not sure what you're saying. So you got to explain that one to me. Hopefully they're not saying that if you voted for a Republican, that they're going to change your vote. Or if you are running as a Republican, they take that away from you to where people can identify what you are just easily by saying Democrat Republican. Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully, hopefully that's not what's going on. Gray Gray says everything at Walmart is made in China. Yeah, exactly. So Walmart wide open, you can buy everything in the store and that money go back to China. But you have a mom and pop business, small shop made in America. Oh, no, don't have, we can't have that open. That's unsafe. That's not right. You can't provide. Um, any kind of safety for your people that live in there, that, that go there or whatever. We're not going to have that happen. But Walmart, you can pretty much do whatever you want. You can go in there, touch everything, throw stuff on the ground. You got food and all that kind of stuff just out in the open, not covered up. People coughing and all that in the third. And that's fine. It's really weird how that works. Okay. Hold on. Carla says hotels and casinos open up June 1st. Oh, okay. That that's good. I'm I'm glad to hear it. Open it back up. Perfect timing. Summertime. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. We'll, we'll do phone calls in a minute. Uh, Horror Scorpion. We'll do that in a minute. Probably about 15 minutes. We'll do the phone calls. Like normally, what I do now is speak for about an hour and then get into the phone calls right around nine o'clock. So I'll, I'll get to that for sure. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Somebody said voter registration as far as Democrat Republican. Because the way it is here is also, you can just register to vote. You don't vote with a party. 
So you can vote still, but you just are not registered on your thing with a party. So that's that's not really anything now. But I want to know how that actually works in different states as far as your party register to what it's now to what it is now. How does it really work? I'm not really sure. Okay, so I'm reading it here. Bennett says, yeah, hold on. Let me just pause for a minute. She says, yeah, vote still and change your political affiliation from Republican to nonpartisan. You cannot vote. You are either Democrat or Republican. I'm not sure how that really works. You can't vote at all. I don't get it. I don't understand. Maybe I'm just not really picking up on it. But shout out to Shia Vereen, who says, Shiva Vereen, pardon me, who says, Karen Brzezinski lost it today. It was fabulous. Reopen the cold case. Now, who is Karen Brzezinski? I've not heard about this particular person. What's going on with that? Fill me in. Oh, you're talking about, are you talking about uh, Mika? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Mika Brzezinski. That's hilarious. Karen Brzezinski. Oh, I saw that. Talking about Trump shouldn't be on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my thing is this. You cannot remove the president from Twitter. It ain't going to happen. It's just not a thing. Okay, Twitter would get sued so much. Like, Twitter would be in court every single day for the rest of their lives. They could not settle that case. There'd be no settlement. It'd just be constant court action. They would spend all the money they got. They would go broke trying to fight that case. And then on top of that, it'd be bad PR because people follow the president the president has how many followers? Like 20 million, 30 million followers? I mean, he might be the most followed person on Twitter. So from a business standpoint, now nah, he has 46 million followers. 46 million. No, no, I'm, I'm tripping. 80 million followers. He's only following 46, but he has 80 million followers. So um, <laughs> let's, let's look at somebody like Beyonce. Okay, Beyonce has 15 million followers. Who else? Let's go uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has how many followers? Is she on Twitter? I don't know. I don't, I don't know these people. I don't think she's on Twitter. Let's, let's look at The Rock. 14 million followers. Um, you know, these people, Trump is probably like the leading follow person on Twitter. I don't see how anybody can have more than him. I don't really, maybe some of these Korean pop groups, but not even them. So from a business standpoint, it'll hurt Twitter. From a PR standpoint, it'll hurt Twitter. From a legal standpoint, it'll destroy Twitter. So it won't make no sense. Aside from, like, I think Jack, the CEO of Twitter, might hate Trump with all his soul. But business-wise, you couldn't do it. It just wouldn't make any sense. All righty. But let me see here. Yeah, and Twitter's a great platform for him because, like, uh, Christina said it's the only way to get his truth out because the Trump, it, but you know what? And what's funny is that um, even though you can just read what he says on Twitter and everything's in black and white, you'll still turn on CNN and then they'll misquote a tweet. They'll put a tweet on the screen and they'll like literally remove some parts of it. They'll highlight some parts like they'll, they'll read it on the screen without all of it showing. They'll highlight what they, what they want you to see and then they'll just stop reading at the end of the highlight. Like literally breaking apart sweets to push a narrative. It's like, wow, you got to be just the biggest moron on planet Earth 
to do something like that and I think that I'll just believe it. Like, I'm going to just take you chopping up tweets like that. It's crazy, but it is what it is. Okay, Taylor Swift has 86 million. It's, I, I couldn't find her on on um, on Twitter for some reason. Oh, there it is. Okay, so she has 86 million. Yeah, that's about right. She's like one of the international uh, superstars. And I, I can tell you right now, I've never in my life Decided, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just play some Taylor Swift in my car. I, I've never turned on the radio and was like, hey, that's a great song from Taylor Swift. Just play that. I, I'm never really, I, I'm not, so I don't really know too much about that whole world. But I do know that she's really popular. That's all that I know. Okay. Oh, Hillary Clinton. How much does Hillary Clinton have? How many followers does Hillary Clinton have on Twitter? Hillary Clinton has 27 million followers on Twitter. How about Mr. Barack Obama, the guy that said is more popular than Trump. I mean, yeah, more popular than Trump right now. How many does he have? Barack Obama has, oh, 117. Oh, very good. So he has a really big following, 117 million. But he's following 600,000. So how much of that is real? How much of that is fake? I don't, I won't go down that road, so I'll move on. All righty. Yeah, Obama's number one. That's right. I ain't mad. But like I said, he's following 600,000. Compared to Trump's 45,000, so how much of that is real? How much of that is fake? How much of that is a PR firm making those numbers happen? I've seen that type of stuff go on. I've been behind things like that where you got people that, you know, work on your thing to give you more followers. I don't want to speculate. I'm just saying. Shout out to Nature Boy Alfie who says, great show as always. Have you heard about the stabbing death of Rosalie Cook? My seven prior arrest, Randy Lewis. Oh, thank you for this. Okay, so this is a elderly lady almost 70 now hope she she was like let me, let me find out how old she was rosalie cook um stabbed to death by a guy that had been arrested almost 70 times she's 80 years old okay 80 years old killed at a walgreens by a guy that had been in and out of jail so much his arrest record is like just ridiculously long okay now, he was, his bond was waived. So he had just committed a crime. His bond was waived back in April, on, on, on April 30th. So this is not even a month ago for a charge of assaulting a public servant from two years ago. All right. So he probably should have been in jail right now for that. And to be arrested that many times, you should have not come out of jail anytime soon. Obviously, this guy is going to be a career criminal. <clears throat> How do you get arrested that many times? What are you doing? And what is the, um, how are you out? How can the system in that particular place operate so poorly? That's my question. Where's the riots? Where's the protests? Where the, anybody doing a jog? Anybody doing a run for her? For this, you know, for this grandma? Anybody doing a run for her? Nope. Uh, I, I didn't think so. It really said, uh, R.I.P. to her. Rest in peace to her. Really sad. Prayers out to the family. But that's what happens when you don't have the appropriate criminal system. When you don't have the appropriate legal system to lock guys away that should be locked up. When you operate more on feelings and trying to, quote unquote, just, you know, help the underprivileged and wave your bond, all this, that, and the third, you're going to get really bad consequences. Some guys need to get locked up. And he was one of them. Unfortunately, he was not locked up. 
now somebody's grandma, somebody's mom, somebody's friend is gone. Really a shame. Thank you to Mandatory Carry who says, be smart about reopening and hashtag keep fighting. Back to work. There you go, man. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. Oh, yeah, the, the guy's dead. That's right. The guy, I think he got into a shoot-up with the police and he's dead. So that's good that he's dead. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. Let me, let me read this article right here. Now, Lewis was charged with assault several times as well as theft, trespassing, and possession of marijuana plus burglary of a vehicle. You know, hey, it, it happens. Let me see here. Is he dead? I think he is. Yeah, yeah. All right. So a police officer arrived a short time later and found Lewis inside Cook's car trying to start it. So he killed a lady, then tried to sell a car. According to Acevedo, when Lewis refused commands and lunged at the officer with a knife believed to be six inches long, two shots were fired and the guy died at the scene. The, the, the killer of the old lady died at the scene. So it is what it is. Really, really unfortunate. Really sad. Yeah, he did. That's right. Southeast Dusty. He did. <laughs> he did. All right. Super chats on deck. Let me get to those right quick. Uh, shout out to. Let me see. Twin Glocks, who says Holt Trump will be commander in chief during my enlistment. Vote everybody. Yeah, hopefully so. And shout out to you for being out there protecting us. I really appreciate that. And everybody must vote. Don't take it for granted. We don't have it in the bag. Not yet until you go out there and vote and make sure it's in the bag. So, like I said before, I don't care if it's for dog catcher. I don't care if it's for whatever. You know, uh, your, your dog cleaner, your groomer, uh, the, the, the county paint operator. Go out there and vote. And most certainly vote in November for President Trump and everybody else that's on the ticket. Shout out to Matthew who says, Obama, more followers half robots, other half NPCs. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Shout out to everybody for being here. You guys are great. Yeah. And the, and the lady passed away. Um, she was killed. Actually, that was in Houston. Yeah. These, these liberal areas, they don't have really good safety. It's not really safe because you letting guys like that out on the street, they killed the old lady. And then on top of that, they want to restrict guns. So it's like, how are you going to make it intentionally unsafe for letting these guys out on the street and then say, I can't have a gun? How does that make any sense? If you're going to put dangerous predators on the street, let me have a gun to protect myself. How about that? That might just make sense. Or you could do something that's really just outside the box, extraordinary. How about lock criminals up and let me have my gun, which is my right. How about that? All right. That's a good point too, uh, Wilma Flintstone, who says, work to polls as well. That's the case there's to be a ballot counting for some reason. Yeah, work to polls, volunteer if you can, just to make sure everything's on the up and up. If you got to count the votes, just, you know, make sure you can do everything in your power to make sure that things are good and that votes aren't stolen, that votes aren't taken away or anything like that. Very good point. Absolutely. Yeah, and vote in person. I'm, I'm definitely going to vote in person for sure. I'm not doing no mail-in ballot. I can understand if you're in the military, you're going to be out. But if you can go to the place, go to the place and vote. 
Thank you, Ty. Ty says, ABO, you have a really cool bunch of followers. I'm really impressed by you and all of them. This is pretty sweet. Hey, thank you. I really appreciate that, man. I try to keep a good community over here. And it's just me just being myself, you know, having good people that come and support. They watch the show. They really enjoy it. So thank you, man. I appreciate that. You know, one thing I do is I just keep myself being me. I'm a, I'm a clean guy. I'm a straight edge guy. I'm just that same way here. So it brings a good crowd. All right. Wow. Nine o'clock already. Good grief. Time flew away from me. I didn't even realize it. Let's get to the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Um, I won't mute it this time for the first minute. I'll make sure there'll be good money with that. So let me get to uh, fixing myself right quick before I answer. Okay. Everything's good with that. Let me just turn off my ringer so you guys don't hear the doom, doom, doom in the background and we can go ahead and get rolling again the number to call is 434-658-1220 if you want to get in through skype there's an email for that in the description box below let's get into it all right matt what's going on hey bill how you doing everything's good man can't complain yeah, I was uh, I was touching base on this uh, whole uh, Poroshenko phone call leak with uh, Joe Biden, and uh, the latest news is that Zelensky is opening a criminal or calling for a criminal investigation into Poroshenko for high uh, high crime treason. Wow, and it has to do with Shokin being described. You know, he was the prosecutor in Ukraine investigating Burisma. He's uh, he's taken an oath and said that he has, in fact, uh, what had Hunter Biden under investigation. So and then uh, I think Barr and Durham actually have a, 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 you know, a statement from Shokin on that through uh, Giuliani. But Proshenko said that Shokin was not corrupt in the leak. He said, you don't understand. He's not corrupt. It's going to be very hard to get rid of him. Uh, but besides the fact uh, I did do that huge favor, uh, I got rid of him and I asked him to resign. And then he put forward a, a new prosecutor that he described as being old and not an activist, you know, basically with no axe to grind, uh, somebody that was compliant. Um, so this whole thing is going to go down in Ukraine, apparently. Wow. 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 So that'd be a pretty big impact on Joe Biden, too, wouldn't it? I think so. And uh, people are blaming it on Trump, but I'm I'm sort of like he didn't even come down the escalator yet. I mean, <laughs> he wasn't even around uh, for all this. So this is uh, just a it's a Ukraine thing. Right. That's all Ukraine. I mean, that's something they got to work out. And maybe um, Barack Obama got to work it out. I don't know if he can say if they can say Barack Obama's involved with it. Probably not. Probably just on Joe Biden, Hunter Biden as well. So that'd be interesting to see how this whole thing plays out. I mean, right now, mm -hmm. especially the timing is crazy. They're talking about, um, uh, you know, Biden can really beat Trump. It's like, really? First of all, I mean, you see him out there, you know, doing these little live streams. And when he was on the campaign show, like he had one foot in the grave. He looks terrible. Uh, he's not a good candidate, has a spotty past, bad person. And then on top of that, you got this corruption happening right now. So it's, it's looking really bad. It's looking like, like I said before, it's looking like Walter Mondale, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, I don't think Biden can open a bag of chips. If if you gave him a bag of chips, 
you would have to hand it to somebody to to, to pull it open. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Correct. I mean, he's uh, he's not very uh, potent. Um, and and then in terms of the leaks with the the Flynn thing, I a lot of people are comparing this. You know, they're saying, well, Trump, you know, uh, is trying to leak this and that and stuff like that. But this uh, Scooter Libby went to prison. And he had to have his sentence commuted uh, by George Bush. I think it was like one of the things that uh, uh, Bush and Don, uh, Dick Cheney really fought over was that uh, he was wasn't pardoned, full pardon, but he was a leaker. He leaked Valerie Plame's uh, identity to the press uh, in order to to get after her husband over the yellow cake uranium thing. But mm. I just want to know a leaker is going to go to prison. I mean, it, I just got to know that at least one of them that it, it, it's possible because I, I I think to my knowledge, other than like uh, uh, reality winner and you know Bradley Manning and these types of people, leakers don't go to prison unless unless they come out against the NSA or something. Uh, but if they come out against Trump or any Republican, they're they're whistleblowers. They're not leakers. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm seeing that a lot now. They kind of like praise and celebrate it as whistleblowers. It's like, well, wait a minute. Is that is that what they should be called? I'm not sure that's the correct term. I I, 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 I kind of picked up on that. And then uh, the last thing I want to leave you with, I, I sent you a link. You know, I I am circle. I haven't heard about Sweden recently. You're you're talking about reopening and everything like that. So I went back. Uh, right while you were talking and I, I just Googled Sweden and I hit the news just to see what's up there. And everyone's saying Sweden has basically just ruined their country. Oh, they're having a record number of cases and, and all this. And they've, 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 they basically, uh, they're not a model for anybody. Uh, but I sent you a link of, uh, this, the latest CDC reporting data today on deaths per capita. And, um, it's in the it's in the LinkedIn, but I would share that it, it kind of seemed like Sweden is surrounded by countries that locked down that are way worse than they are. So I don't mm. know how, like just speaking to them in terms of a, a quarantine enclave, um, just having their businesses open and everything like that. I don't understand how they're worse than anybody else. It doesn't make any sense by the numbers, but. These these scientists and these statisticians that that crunch these things and produce these news articles, they're smoking it. I mean, they're on something. I uh, I don't see the trend. Now, where's the link? Is you send it to my email or where where is it at? Uh, right in the LinkedIn. Or excuse me, in the uh, Skype. Okay, Skype. I got you. Yeah, the last one. Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing how the left will talk about Sweden all the time when it benefits them and talk about you know, their, their social programs and stuff like that. And how they're open to, um, you know, outside the, the immigrants and whatnot, the migrants. But then when it comes to this and the actual professionals talking about it, the, you know, the professors and medical professionals, they're, they're tight lipped or they want to just, just ignore it all the way. They, they don't want to say anything about it. It's, it's really weird how that works. I don't, if, if you would have told me six months ago that the Democrats would be shutting the schools down, I, you know, I would have said you're smoking it. But uh, I I don't know how there isn't like a some kind of a violent revolution going on right now. Uh, you know I'm lucky because all my business is out of state and uh, you know my employees we keep it on the DL we just come in and do what we need to do. But if I if I uh, was a teacher or owned some kind of a business that had an open door, uh, whew, man, it, nothing's going to stop me from coming in. That's right, absolutely. 
All right, man. I really appreciate you and your show. Uh, like and subscribe, guys. Take it easy. Thank you for the call. Bye. All right. Thanks to my man, Matt, for the call. Always a great call. And you guys, appreciate you as well. The number to call, 434-658-1220. That Skype email is in the description box below. I'm going to watch that uh, documentary or that series, Paul J., uh, on Waco. I want to see that for sure. Yeah, I was just watching the thing about Colts last night. I saw some crazy Colts. You know, some some crazy stuff going on. I seen it. So I want def I definitely want to see that one. And, and I want to see the conclusion, how that whole thing went down, who was right, who was wrong, the whole nine yards. <clears throat> Three zero one, you're the line. Who am I speaking to? Uh yeah, uh speaking uh yeah, uh, Ben Ben Bussy, uh uh Park, Maryland. Uh yeah, just want to to give you an update on what's going on out here in Montgomery Park. Oh, but first of all, I wanted to say, uh, I just want to ask the question is, is there, uh, to myself, is there anyone out there in the fake news media that is listening to you right now? You know, and, you know, uh, so, and this is getting the real deal before they go back to work tomorrow and come out with a lot of craziness. <laughs> it seems like to me that the, the fake news media is their fairy tale compared to you bringing the real news and you and, you know, other brothers and sisters like you and and also I have something about the fake news media. I know we're going to they have a fake speaking technique. And, uh, you know, this go back for years. I was looking at the news, but in, they, they speak in such a way, even the man and men and women, no matter what news station you look at, or you might catch a news station on YouTube, they all use the same speaking technique. And also here, I'm, I'm, I'm Montgomery County. Uh, it's off the chain, man. Like I went to I had to go to the doctor today. To pick up some before they even let me into the doctor's office, into the office itself, they put up a device to my ear and hit me with, the, I guess, it checks the temperature. And so that, to extrapolate that out, that's happening to thousands and thousands of people in Montgomery County every day. And also the mask situation, well, out here in Montgomery County, you can't get into a supermarket unless you have a mask. You can't get on the bus unless you, uh, you have a mask. So, and uh, it's, it's really deep. And, and also, what's strange, and maybe you can break it down, somebody can break it down, we have a Republican governor. And uh, so, uh, so that's all I wanted to hit you with tonight, man. And thank you for what you bring and all the people that uh, comment in. I learned a lot. And uh, enjoy the rest of the evening. All right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. Okay, got it. All right, shout out to him. <clears throat> To, to talk about the whole thing about the governor and, you know, you got to wear a mask and stuff like that. And where he's at in Maryland, Tacoma Park, which is like D.C. area, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the individual cities, counties, little townships, they have their own rules usually. And a prime example is out here where I live. Um, the governor, Bill Lee, is not talking about masks. He's more he's less restrictive on trying to control things. You know, he wants to kind of get everything back on deck. But the county I live has a city in it. Okay, you got Hamilton County and Chattanooga, right? You got two mayors, the county mayor, which is the whole big area of Hamilton County, and then the city mayor of Chattanooga. And it kind of makes sense when you understand it because you got different little towns that are kind of unincorporated or part of the county. And all those towns come together as one kind of pseudo city around Chattanooga and they have the county mayor as their mayor. But anyway, the county mayor says open up. The city mayor says shut down. 
the people said we're going to open up. So the city mayor kind of got overruled. But you can see how it's different from city to city. And even in the same place, like you got the same, like we're in Hamilton County, the same place has different opinions from those that are in charge. So it all depends on where you live, really. That's just really the bottom line, the, the long and short of it. All right, Carla, who am I speaking to? Oh, this is Snap Turtle. What's going on? What's up? What's up? What's up, man? Everything's good, man. What's happening? Uh, you know, same old, same old. Um, pardon my shirt was helping my babies make cake. Oh, no doubt. So, I want to talk about our governor in California. All right. Um, now, he wants to give $75 million to illegal immigrants, right? That's right. Yet, we're sitting up here, out of work, in L.A. County. It's still locked down, and they're talking about another three months. People are losing their business, and he's giving $75 million to illegal immigrants. What, what am I missing here? What's I, up with that? I'm, I'm trying to figure it out myself because you got people that are legal citizens following the law, doing everything by the book, doing everything right, got businesses, mm -hmm. had them for a long time. All their life trying to feed the kids. You could come over here illegally, probably not even be from California. Like you could be coming from Nevada, Arizona, Mexico, like right now to come and try to get that money. And that's OK. It's kind of ridiculous. And then on top of that, he wants a federal bailout because of the virus. But how are you going to get a federal bailout and then give some of that money to illegal aliens? How that work? I don't know, but I, I'm illegal tomorrow. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was saying. It's like, how are they going to tell if you're legal or illegal? They're going to ask you some questions. What what country are you from? I'm going to say Guadalajara. Yep. And then that's going to give me what I need. Um, so, and, and that's the thing. We, they gave us uh, a rent and mortgage moratorium, right? Mm hmm But... We have to pay that back when this is over. Sure do. So couldn't that money have gone to helping the people that are going to be suffering and having to pay that rent back? Couldn't that have gone to the landlords so that we wouldn't have to worry about paying that back? Wouldn't you think that that would be something a little bit more useful for us to, to, to spend our money on? But he's going to take our tax money, our extortion funds, and use it to pay people who essentially don't pay taxes. Now, if you hear the argument from the other side of this equation, they'll tell you that illegal immigrants do pay taxes, but because they get, you know, they get fake numbers and all that stuff so that they can appear legit, so they can get real jobs. But that's irrelevant because guess what? We're paying in the taxes. They get that 70, they get, they get part of that $75 million. We don't. So I, it just pisses me off, man. And, and this is why. This is why I don't like the government, okay? As, particularly a representative democracy or a, or a, rep, a Republican or a constitutional republic. Because what we're doing is we're going to vote for these people to make decisions for us, right? Mm -hmm. And you would think that they'd have our best interests at heart. But nine times out of ten, if our interests don't align with theirs, we we uh, a double s out. You know what I'm saying? Right. So 
this is the problem I have with it. You can, they can uh, give you all the fluff they want. They can pander to you. They can whisper sweet nothings in your ear. At the end of the day, once they get in office, they do whatever they want. And what do we end up doing? If we don't like something, if enough of us don't like something, what are we doing? We're going down to the Capitol building, right, with signs. And we're begging for our freedoms. We're begging for this, begging for that, asking them to open this up and let us have that. It's it's counterproductive. Why not just cut out the middleman and live as freely as we can without without all that? Even I, Yeah, like, I, I see where you're coming from. Like me, I say have as small as government as possible. I like for the government to be kind of like in the backgrounds where you, you don't even notice them. They just there. Right. Just handling the big stuff. But you, us, you know what, huh? You know what we need the government for? Uh, okay. We could if 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 we have conflict with a foreign nation and we need to get we need to put together our forces. Go ahead, baby. So we put together you know, let's say you have all the, all these sovereign states or sovereign communities. You know, we can come together for common interests. Like let's say China wants to try to invade. Okay, we got we got to put our heads together to make this not happen. When that's over, we go back to minding our own business. Smallest government as possible, like you said, because some people are going to want that. Some people are going to want to be governed. Some people are going to want that type of system. That's fine. You can have that in your own little world over there. But for us, those of us that don't want, even want a small amount of government, we should be able to do our own thing, too, as long as we're not harming anybody. But when you give, when you give these people too much power, you see what they do with it, right? They yeah. give hard-earned money. They just hand it out. They give these uh, uh, sanctuaries and, and amnesties, and you know, uh, it, it's ridiculous. They 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 co-opt these hotels and put homeless people in it. You know, like I, I just, I, I'm I'm so done with government. And in terms of policing, right? I have the solution to everybody's issue with policing on for both sides. I have a solution that will alleviate everybody's problem with policing for those that like the police and for those that don't really appreciate it. Disband the municipal police departments and allow the people to hire private police forces so that there's competition between, let's say you, you got to compete for the business of that community. If you want to secure that neighborhood, what does that do? That gives you, that gives the person that are as part of that force incentive to provide good service to the people. Cause that's really what you need to do. You need to serve and protect the people. Right? So if you, if you hire a private police force, like they did in Detroit when it went bankrupt, remember that? Yeah. I know Detroit went bankrupt and the police left the, the state, Michigan. And so the crime, what did the police chief say? And he said, uh, look, our response time is two days. Wow. So you better arm up and be ready to protect yourself. He's telling these people in the community, like, look, you got to be willing and ready to protect yourself with your own firearms and all the other stuff. So what they end up doing, they end up hiring private security to protect the neighborhoods. You know, so sometimes you have to take it to that level. And when you hire a private security force that does essentially the same thing as the police would, except, you know, 
there's a lot better uh, trust, a lot more communication going back and forth, a lot better communication. And it won't be all these problems we're having. Because right now, it's so much division, right? Between, there's so much divisiveness when it comes to the policing. Would you agree? Well, yeah, but I'm not sure that having the private forces would necessarily solve it. Because then then at that point, I'm saying talking about competition, but then at that point you have liability issues, you have issues with, you know, performance and stuff like that. And then it's right. like if if there's a problem, where is the accountability? I think there's more accountability and oversight with the with the police because you got layers of government and stuff like that above them. Well, the the accountability. So if you have smaller communities, those forces won't be connected to outside or bigger or, or bigger um, bigger government, as you would say, right? They will be held accountable by the people of that community. The people will have to handle that, right? It's private. So the people of that community, if, if people get out of line, there would be a lot more accountability. You, you would have to have a private accountability committee or something like that to oversee them. Um, right now, what you got is you have internal affairs, which is part of the very police department that's out on the street. So, and then it takes it takes a lot to get a police department looked at by the FBI and all that. But I see what you're saying. I see I, I see that side too. It, it would just, you would the, the people would have to have accountability over that force. Um, it's because the, the way things are right now, it's just too much, it's, it's too much finger pointing. No one wants to take responsibility, right? No one wants to take responsibility. You, uh, the, uh, you hear, you say something about Police, policing, uh, corrupt policing. You say, well, I hear people say, oh, well, well, we'll blame the governor, blame the mayor, don't blame the police. Like, no, everybody's responsible for their own actions, right? First, so the individual that's uh, committing these 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 acts, they have to be held responsible first. And then, if their superiors sweep it under the rug, then they're held accountable. So once every everybody's accountable for their own actions. When, when once people are held accountable for their own actions, they can't throw it on the on a fraternity of a, or a police order or whatever. They can't throw it on the the mayor. Just like with people on the street, civilians. You have to be held responsible for your own actions. You can't just throw it off on somebody else. Like me, I, if if I do something wrong, I can't say, "Oh, well, you know, my wife wears the pants. You know, she controls what I do." I uh, you know, I know I, I know I kicked that old lady downstairs, but hey, my <laughs> wife right. You know, I got you. you. Got, put me in this position you know, so everybody has to be accountable for their own actions i'm with you so, man but hey yeah. i th- thank you for the call though definitely appreciate you yeah yeah no problem man all right peace peace all right shout out to my man snap to the gorilla aka snap turtle good call and shout out to you all for being here the number to call is 434-658-1220 again 434-658-1220 let me go ahead and get on to it Let's go two, three, nine. You're in line. I'm speaking to. Hey, BL, how you doing? Everything's good, man. Can't complain about yourself. Um, I'm doing good. I'm I'm doing all right. I mean, my girlfriend had a relative who recently passed from uh, from COVID nineteen, so we've been kind of handling that. But other than that, I've been mm-hmm. doing pretty well. Yeah, sorry to hear that. It's unfortunate. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. I had uh, I had two questions for you, like always. All righty. 
Um, sorry, I haven't been listening to your show lately. I've been out of the loop with a couple things that I've had to do, especially since I just reopened my shop. So I'm, I'm getting all that uh, going. But um, I heard this one story, um, and I don't hear it in the mainstream media too much. I, I haven't heard it in the mainstream media, but I know you have because I, I know your 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 coverage of it. And um, I, uh, it, it's about that that black shooting uh, with the um, with the two people in Georgia, I believe it was. Yeah. Where they shot a black man for running. And, uh, you know, they they shot him, and and some people are telling me, like, oh, that was a hate crime. Other people are telling me, no, that wasn't a hate crime. That was just ignorant vigilanteism. And, uh, you know, in the places where where I usually, you know, go to get my news, I'm getting really mixed stories on that. And I was wondering your take on it. Is it racial, in your opinion, or is that a or was that just plain, plain ignorance, uh, vigilantism? Well, I don't think that it was. I don't think that it was race related. It could be, but I don't see any evidence of that. Nor was vigilantism. I think what happened was they thought he was like a burglary suspect, and they were trying to chase him down, or at least follow him to do citizen's arrest. In Georgia, you can follow somebody if you think they if you think they committed a crime. And what happened was um, this guy was walking through a neighborhood and it's, it's, it's all on cameras on tape walking through a neighborhood and then there's a house that's like under construction but it has a full facade outside you know but if you were right up on it you probably would see the garage doors not on and you could see in the house you could see that it's like you know under construction you got wood everywhere on the ground it's not totally finished so he pauses for a minute and then darts inside that's what the camera shows He's in there for a while, just looking around, probably about three minutes. He doesn't take anything. But one of the neighbors sees him. They probably say something to him, and then he jets out. He runs away. So at that point, they get into a truck and follow them. Now, I thought it might have been overzealous because, you know, he didn't say he didn't take anything. You didn't see anything on him. But they have that right to follow him lawfully. So they're following him for a while. It might have become a chase at one point, And then... The camera from a guy that is behind them shows that they're on the side of the road parked in their truck. And then the guy that was running that was in the house comes up behind the truck and then goes to the right of the truck and comes out over the hood. Not like literally over the hood, but goes around the hood and goes to the left side of the truck. And one of the guys has his shotgun on him. Like, I don't mean trained on that guy. I'm talking about on his person. He's carrying a shotgun, mm. which is legal. So the guy that's running comes up on him and rushes with the gun. Now, when this happens, the gun goes off. I don't know if it went off accidentally, if he shot him intentionally or what, but the gun goes off. Maybe he shot him, maybe he didn't. I think he might, he might have shot him two more times after that because I think it might have been three gunshots. And then he dies on the scene but people are saying he was chased down it was racism vigilante action yeah 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 Yeah, i'm not really sure i have a i have a friend who he's african-american also and um he only gets his news from the media and he was talking about like oh any black person who says this isn't a hate crime isn't really black and whatnot and i thought to myself like i hadn't heard the media like weaponize this 
uh, like like they like they did, you know, like Jesse Smollett, uh, Smollett or uh, or you know Trayvon Martin and all that. But yet he still thinks that. And I was wondering, like, has the media uh, weaponized this? And if not, why why haven't they? Well, I mean, sort of. Yes, I'm not tuning to the media as much as I used to, but they they kind of have. I mean, the only reason why it's a story at all is because of the racial element. So they are kind of weaponizing it. It's not as much as uh, Juicy Smouye, but they are talking about it a lot. It is a really big thing. Um, but it shouldn't be because, you know, this, this kind of thing happens a lot. You know, it wasn't police involved. It was just regular citizens. Now, one of the guys was a former officer, but he was not a police officer when this whole thing happened. You know, he was actually former law enforcement. I'm not really sure if he was a police officer or whatever. He was former law enforcement. But he was not an officer or anything like that during the situation. So people that are civilians get shot and killed by other civilians every day. And it's not really a big issue. The only reason why it's a story is because of the racial element. I can guarantee you if everybody that were involved that were involved were white, there wouldn't be a problem. If everybody were that were involved were black, it wouldn't be a problem. If the shooters were white and the victim were pardon me, if the if the shooters are black and the victim were white, then it wouldn't be a problem. The only reason why it's a problem is because the whole victim narrative of black victim and white killers can be pushed. And then that's used to further this whole narrative about Trump being bad because he's emboldening them and white supremacy being real. It's a motive behind it. That's really the only thing behind it. And the, the reason why they're doing it is because they've been doing it. It reminds me of Charlottesville. They keep talking about that. Only one person died and it was a white person. How is the issue of white supremacy going to get pushed when a white guy kills a white woman, it doesn't make any sense, but that's the kind of narrative they wanted to push. Right, right, right. And my, my second question to you is this, um, and I'll make this one quick. Um, now we have Obamagate, and we have surging just now also the, the new uh, uh, Ukraine scandal thing coming up on Biden. Do you think any of these is actually going to hit him hard? Because I remember talking to you last time, and you didn't think that the that the Tara Reid thing was going to hit him pretty hard. Um, do you think these will do it? This will be enough to like kick him out or, or do you think they're going to sweep this under the rug again? Um, I think that it won't really be a big deal in the eyes of the media, but if there's a legal problem, then he might have some issues. If there's like a legal challenge there, if they really like go and try to pursue it and investigate it and they find some dirt, then that can be a problem. But the accusation, just to talking about it alone, that won't be an issue at all. But if there's anything that is is there legally, there's it's going to be a problem. Just leaked. Huh? There's a tape that just leaked. Yeah, the there's tape. There's a video, uh, voice recording that just leaked about him talking about like, yeah, you better get that guy out of there. And then now we're going to give you your billion. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the, like the, 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 the leak is good. But all it did was confirm what Joe Biden already said on TV. He was speaking in front of the Council on Foreign Relations years ago about it he admitted it on tv it was him he had a microphone in his hand he was being recorded it was a crowd it was an audience he had guests so he knew he was being recorded and he said it right there in the open so he wasn't ashamed about it or anything like that and then when he was asked about it he didn't really deny it because he already said it so the tape just kind of further you know it kind of doubled down and then you got the whole thing about this company being involved called blue star strategies kind of like Fusion GPS. Remember the whole thing with the Christopher Steele dossier? It's kind of reminding me of that. So yeah. he might have that on his back to deal with. But do you think he'll be the nominee? Like, Or do you think like this is just too much and they'll kick him out? 
He'll be the nominee because they don't have anybody else. They don't have another choice. If they had somebody else, he would have been gone a long time ago. They would have pushed him out, similar to the way he did Bernie back in 2016. But they don't have anybody else, so it was like, what can they do? Might as, well, might as well just put him out there, and they figure they might lose anyway, so what's the point of putting a winner out there? We could preserve them for a later date. We have a better chance of being able to succeed. Not right now. So, nah, he'll still be the guy. Oh, man. I, I wish they were going <laughs> to kick him out, because the more and more I'm looking at it, the more I'm looking at him and Stacey Abrams as VP, and I'm like, no. <laughs> there's still a chance they can win. There's still a chance they can win. I mean, I, I, I know you say not to look at the polls and everything, but every time I look at something that says Trump going down, Biden going up, Trump going down, Biden going up, and it's like it's depressing. You know what I mean? I hear you, but, you know, it, it, it was the same thing in 2016, same thing with Hillary Clinton, and we saw what happened with that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, thank you, ABL. Thank you for answering my questions. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. No, thank you. Have a wonderful day. Same to you. All right, shout out to the caller. Great call. And thank you all for being here. You guys are fantastic. And number to call is 434-658-1220. Let's get to the next call. Let's go. 561, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Bill. This is Jay from South Florida. How you doing? Everything's good, man. What's happening? Not much, man. I've been busy dealing with all these COVID patients, man, at work. So I've been busy. I, I couldn't call you for like two weeks because of all the – I see what's going on with our, our Mott Aubrey incident, man. All, everybody who I thought were conservative going after you guys, especially Candace, one, Brandon, number two, because they're the two main ones, and then you're like the third third guy. You know, there's a lot of grifters and haters and jealousy of you guys, man. I'm surprised. Yeah, but, you know, that, that's been going on. That ain't nothing new because – you know they're not successful. They're not. They're not very successful. Not. 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 Not like we are. So they want to come at us. So this time is opportunity to try and say, hey, these guys ain't real conservatives. They're this. They're that. But see, they they think that maybe if they hit on us enough, they can become successful through like osmosis. Like it'll help them. But all it does is just keep them right where they are. You don't succeed by hating. You succeed by being good. By being good at what you do, not by hating. But they don't understand that. Yeah, because we already know Trio Logic. We've been, you know, there's a lot of fake conservatives, man. Like, this Ahmad Aubrey thing, man. You know, I'm disappointed in Diamond and Silk, Angela St. King, Maj, Pastor Daryl Scott, Antonio Okafor, I'm really surprised with. I mean, Lucas is always a flip flopper, and Colin Noir, disappointed in Lawrence Jones on Fox News. I can't watch him no more. And Leo Dunson, damn, I didn't know he was that angry with you guys. Like, he, he was saying all kinds of things about Candace and Brandon. And whole Ted Jesus, we know he's he's weird. And I'm really disappointed in a lot of Christians, especially like Ali, you know, Ali Best Stucky from Blade TV, she was saying this is a hate crime, this is white supremacy. And I said, Ali, what I what evidence? How you gonna how you gonna say these things? You know, it's like, come on, wait till the evidence come out. It seems like the only true conservative that's standing their ground is you, Jesse Lee Peterson. You know, Jesse always sent his ground. Brandon, Candace, Larry, Minor Jamal, Will Johnson, and Bryson. That's it. Right, yeah. And it's it's, it's it, a shame, though. It is. It is a shame, yeah, because if the guy did nothing wrong, why are you running? Let's say you're sorry. I didn't know the trespass. Like me, I would have said sorry. I didn't know I'm not allowed to trespass. I was just looking at a profit. But he run. That gives people suspicion, you know what I'm saying? And I watched a whole type of Jesus channel with all these fake conservatives and you know Antonio Okafor the second amendment 
she was saying words of humanity, like she was talking about Brandon Tennant, words of humanity, you know, he shouldn't die. And like, what, what do you want to do? If man grab the gun, what do you want to do? Is him take the gun and kill the white guy? Is that even better for you? I mean, come on, like, feelings without facts is crazy. She don't believe in citizen arrest, and she don't believe in him carrying, because you're allowed to open carry, so he could take the gun out of the truck. Like, these are laws that's there. Like, she just, like, don't believe in it. I'm like, what? And she goes, Second Amendment lady? Man, I was, I was so surprised about her. And when blacks kill, when, when white guy killed black guy, it's outrage. But when a black man killed another black man, nothing. Crickets. Asian <laughs> man, Hispanic man, Indian man killed a black man, quiet. Tatum said something really funny. I was laughing at Twitter. He said, all these people should go back to being Democrats. Yeah, they should. Not conservative. Because huh? I, I was saying that before. I was saying that a lot of these people, they, they're still in their mind, they're still liberal. Like a lot of them, they came over to conservatism recently. But, and they, yes. you know, they, they don't understand what it's like to be a conservative. All they think is that they can just vote for Trump, say some conservative things about being anti-abortion, pro-gun, and they're conservative. It's like, no, no, no. You got to change the way you think. You got to change your mind because your mind is the reason why you were over there on the left to begin with. If you don't change your mind, you might as well stay over there on the left and just be a conservative Democrat. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's okay because, I mean, let's be clear, because a lot of mm-hmm. Democrats voted for Trump and they've not changed. They still Democrat and that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. But stay over there and just be that rather than thinking you're conservative because you're not. Right. You know, because I heard them, they were saying their main goal to me, it seemed like they want to take down Brandon and Kennedy. They're talking about they're the gatekeepers. I said, no, because they want to change white, especially the white conservative. They want to change them to their thinking. And I said, no, a lot of white conservatives are going to wait for the evidence to make judgment. And a lot of white conservatives are also Christian. And, you know, the Bible also says we shouldn't defend the wrong, the wicked. And you shouldn't, and those who do wrong should be punished. So that's in the Bible. So. That applies to Aubrey. If he done something wrong, he, I'm sorry. If he leads to death, I'm sorry. He was, you know, so they trying to change conservative movement. And said, no. And then when you have Sure Michael Williams, I mean, Sure Michael Singleton is your leader who has always been an anti-Trumper. And everything liberals do, he agrees with everything. So how can he be, he, he be a conservative? Like, I was laughing. I saw him on the grapevine, and I saw him on the Hotel Jesus channel. Like, this guy is a fraud. Yeah, like it's, it's like I'm not really sure why what makes him conservative. I don't really get it. I don't I don't see the conservative values in him because, like I said, you can't just vote one way and say okay I'm a conservative. You could be a Democrat and vote for Republicans. Like in West Virginia, it's everybody's conservative. It's a super red state, but they'll, they'll vote for a Democrat. Like people don't really think that deeply, and then they kind of get lumped in with the rest of us, but they're not like us. They're 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 still liberal, and that's the that's the greater problem. Right. It's like um, even more evidence that they were like more liberal than they think. Because one guy said, oh, you know, we need health care for everybody. And all of them agree. So that's a Democrat talking about. That's not conservative. Like, yeah, I believe in uh, white supremacy. Come on. And then what makes you so bad, EBL? You're defending a guy who's a felon. I don't know if you saw the video that came out with um, Aubrey with the, with the police in 2017. He looks like he has pent-up anger and rage. And you know he has his pants ha- halfway off his butt. This guy looked like a thug to me and this is what you're defending <laughs> right i saw that but i mean i think we all knew that would be the case and you know what and i, I knew i knew that would come out right when the whole thing happened i knew there'd be, there'd be more videos that come out there'd be more evidence that comes out it'd be more things that we see 
And I knew that people that had an emotional take from the beginning wouldn't care. Like I was saying on Twitter, he could have had a hostage. He could have been in there smoking crack, cooking meth in the in the house that was under construction. And it wouldn't matter to anybody that has already been invested emotionally into the case because they already think that it, it was white supremacy. It was modern day lynching. And that's it. Nothing will change your mind from that. And it's ridiculous. Right. And we defend the worst type of people and we criticize our, be- our, our, our very best. So and then what's so funny? They say, "Oh, he was trying to change his life around. He was going to school and all that." And say, "When did he? When did he change his life around? After he died? Come on!" <laughs> right, right. That's, that's, that's all. That's that's the classic one right there. That's that's every every time somebody get killed. Oh, you know, he was trying to do good, trying to go to school. He's like, he's twenty seven, sir. He's not. He was not going to do no better. He was doing wrong when he got killed, and that's why he got killed. Right, and they worry about his one death, and we have so much other issues to worry about. So many people dying by other black people and abortion at a higher rate. Come on, this is don't put emotions in this. And Leah Dunson, man, I don't know if you saw his last video, man. He was going off with Candace, calling her, you know, when a black person in the house. I don't want to say the word, but he, he, she's married to white people, and she's only pandering to white conservatives. And oh, he talking about all of you guys. Oh, you only want to make money. You only doing this to sell merchandise from your store and like and then discrediting Brandon talking about he's he only likes white women and he's paid by T P USA and he's only pandering to white concern. Like, wow, this guy was really a grifter, man. Like, I'm done with him. But you know, it's weird because Leo ha- Leo has a mixed daughter that's like a, a and, yes. and, 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 I remember and, that. and and he's and he was married to a white woman himself. So it's like, okay, right. sir, you, you were married to a white woman, got a mixed daughter, but Candace is wrong for being married to a white man and Brandon, same thing. I don't understand. You were the same as them. So what's the difference? And it's really ridiculous when talking about race. Like like I said, that's that's that liberal mindset. That's that racism. When you come to the right, when you're more conservative, you got to get rid of that, that racism, worrying about black, white, all of that. You can't be having that type of mind. Like I said, if you still want to be on the left, you want to be a conservative Democrat or however you want to identify, do that. But don't say you're conservative. We're not racist over here thinking about black versus white and stuff like that. We're trying to get away from that and become more as American citizens and not just our own little individual enclave of people. Exactly. And this is my last thing I'm going to say. Uh, Lawrence Jones... I'm even more disappointed. Him on Fox News, I can't even see that man the same because he was behaving way. He was like debating Brandon Tatum. He was supposed to be a moderator, but he failed to realize he's he talking about all the Republicans. We have Republicans that agree that it was wrong, but yeah, but he failed to realize a lot of Republicans are rhinos. They're anti-Trumpers, so of course they're gonna agree. They're not really conservative, and <laughs> and I one more thing. That black light skin guy you had on Skype, what's his name? Gorilla, Snatch Gorilla, whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, I will be careful of this guy. He has a YouTube channel. He made a video about you, ABL, and he was, his goal is to change you guys because he wanted, he really hates Brandon Tatum because he called Brandon Tatum the ultimate status. So be careful of that guy. I'm gonna send you his link of his YouTube channel. He, you know, he um, about what he has specifically for you and then the other conservative uh, super chat because I've been super chatting you the last couple of weeks from my um, my name is called Jay's Danger Room. Okay. Yeah, but be careful that guy. He's not too fond of you guys. He 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 don't like that, especially with this case of Ahmad Aubrey. He was so angry at Brandon Tatum because oh, he's just a cop. He's the ultimate state. I don't know what a status is. Uh, somebody that is like really in favor of the government and the state and wants to do everything for him is and is less about individual freedom from what I have gathered from what they say. Okay, 
Because his main goal is to change you guys' point of view. So, no, guys, you and Brandon and Candace, stay on your your belief. Don't change. We got to see beyond race. It's about facts, not feelings. So I'm going to super chat you. I'm going to send you the link, what he, the video of you, he said of you. And, and you know what, ABL, man, um, like I said, man, ho- hopefully you're safe, man. I'm just hanging in there doing with COVID patients, and I guess I'll talk to you another time, man. And thank you for the call, man. And be safe out there, man. All right, thank you. All right, now. Bye-bye. All right, my man, Jay from South Florida. Shout out to him for the call. Most certainly appreciate him. He's, he's a nurse out there in Florida. He's dealing with them COVID patients. So shout out to my man. You know, be safe for sure. All righty. But yeah, it's a whole lot going on. You know, um, Lawrence Jones... I saw Lawrence Jones on the thing, on the, on the debate, and he was way different than he is on Fox News. Way different. He's on Fox News. It's a whole different guy. You, you pretty much hold a llama, you're on Fox, but then when you get on the, the debate on YouTube, you're a different person. See, me, I'm, I'm the same everywhere. You can see me on RT. You can see me on my channel. You can see me in person. I would say the same thing. It don't really matter. Cause, and the reason why we're successful doing our social media thing I'm hearing some weird noises. The reason why we are successful doing our thing is because we're authentic people. We're real people. You know, that, that's, that's the main thing. But people that come off kind of phony, come off kind of fraudulent, it's hard for them to succeed. They got to have, you know, a Fox News behind them, pushing them out there when they wouldn't normally be successful in this space. Like you could be on TV or something like that, working the job and that's fine. But to be in this space, you got to be really self-starting you know, you got to be the kind of person that can bring an audience and can attract people. But if you don't have it in you, then you just won't be that. You might need to go work a job and do that. Have everything structured for you. Have everything set up for you rather than creating your own lane. All righty. But let me get to the next call. Uh, the number to call is 434-658-1220. Oh, and it's, there's no divide among black conservatives, really, because people that are speaking against us have always felt that way, really. Or they felt they've been like that for a long time, or they're irrelevant really to the movement going forward. That's just my opinion. But let me get to the next call. That's what I wanted to answer right there. Hold on. Let me just wait a second. Let's go. Call, All right, call you in the line. Let's speak it to three four seven. Joshua. <laughs> All right, Joshua. What's going on? Not much. I lately. Well. New York City, well, Brooklyn, actually New York City has become the Looney Tunes of the coronavirus. So is everything everything still locked down? Well, we're slowly starting to open up in upstate, actually. Okay. Not not in the city. Right. Okay. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Yes, we're still locked down in New York City, which is, like, again, pretty tired of it right now, to be honest with you. Now, I hear you. I mean, people are, at a certain point, going to say, enough is enough. I'm ready to go and do my own but, thing. But here's the thing, though. People might might apply to it because people here are sheep in New York City, except in Staten Island. Majority of boroughs always go Democrat, and they're sheep. They follow the lines. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I can I can see how that would work. They just do whatever. And then, you know, they, they do what they're told. And then if you're not doing what you're told, then they want to snitch on you. They want to take pictures of you on, on the mm-hmm. cell phone, put it on Instagram, Facebook, and then call the police and be like, hey, he was doing X, Y, and Z. He was not social distancing. So they want to call the police on you and get you in trouble. Right. Right. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. And this shows how, like, totalitarian our state government is with, with, um, with Dick Terra, um, Bill de Blasio, and the godfather, um, Cuomo here. Right. And it, and it really makes me a little bit um, jealous that you live in Tennessee because things <laughs> sound good, good right now over there. There's no uh, lockdown. No arrest, haven't made, and there's no force on mass policies down there. Yeah, it's it's all good down here, really. Like there there are some so little. Like the only thing we got down here is the restaurants. You still have some tables blocked off. They're like at fifty yeah. percent capacity, but beyond that, it's all yeah. good. It's no problems. I have no complaints at all. I'm I'm really yeah. and the, the traffic is back to normal. Everybody's pretty much mm-hmm. back to normal life. We're not really locked down at all anymore. Right, that's good. That's great, actually, because where I work at right now, right now, um, you have you forced to wear a mask in my workplace because that's where the the, the government our government is told right now. Like, if you like don't wear the mask at all, I get terminated at my workplace. Hold on, wait, what happened? So basically. As I said, like if I don't wear my mask, my my mask in my workplace yeah. in Manhattan, I'm I'm I might get terminated. Oh, okay, I see, I see. Yeah, it, it's crazy, it's really crazy. Yeah, that's wow. It shouldn't be like that. You should be able to, you know, uh, not ha- you know wear a mask if you don't want to. And, and, and keep your job. It's because you got to oh oh um oh um you got to protect yourself from the virus. But here's the thing though, viruses can still go through your mask. It's microscopic. You can't see it through your eyes. They're not scientists. The scientists know that you, even though you wear a mask, you can still get the virus. I mean, even Fauci, even Fauci said that he was like, you know, it might stop one little droplet, but it ain't really going to help you like like that much, not really. And hell, hell, even wearing a mask all the time isn't good for you because it might affect your lungs. It might affect the way how you breathe. It might hyperventilate and and die. Yeah, it, it was a lady that had her mask on while she was driving. And in Ohio? I'm not sure what state it was, but she ended up crashing her car. She didn't die, thank God, but she crashed her car into a pole because she passed out. She couldn't breathe. Right. It's pathetic. And, and it's annoying with these mass policies and social distancing. Yeah, like the... Yeah. Have, have you seen some of the signs in the store? Like, do you guys have Walmart in New York City? I'm, no, I don't see Walmart, but I did see... An image where the people were in a circle, spread out. It's just stupid. Like in Walmart, they have little arrows on the floor, and it says you can't enter an aisle in a certain way. You got to go like up one aisle, down the other. But nobody follows that. We just pretty much walk over the sign. Yeah, it's crazy. Like at a certain aisle you go into, it'll say do not enter. 
and then the other one have a green arrow says you can go in that go in that way and go up and then come back down the other aisle and come out the opposite opposite direction. You can't always go north and is south. This Bioshock? Does, does that sound like Bioshock? <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And another thing I want to point out before I go is the the there's the incident one where the so-called black service bashing um real um real concerns because of the 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 shooting that happened in Georgia. All that, all that thing is, they should go back to the Democratic Party. Yeah, they, I mean, because they, they, they've not left the Democratic Party. They're still over there mentally. They still act like liberals. Yeah, because, you know, the thing about it is I can have a conversation with them and disagree, and that's fine. But all the hating and attacking, that's that's that liberal mind state to where everybody right. got to be the same thing. That's, that's not how we are. Right. Because, like, last month, but I hate to me, I did. I do say the N word sometimes <laughs> when I get angry. Angry, last, it was last month. So basically, my mother was ang angry at me because I was saying like N word, the, the hard version of the N word. And she said, Oh, it's not okay to say, when a white person say it. The, and I mean, it's, it's not okay when a black person say it. It's like, Hold on, wait a minute. I was like, thinking like a couple of weeks ago is like that does that mean a certain person is okay to say the n-word an asian person is okay to say the n-word but a white person not okay to say the n-word yeah it's it's not like hip hypocrisy hey, that's what it sounds like to me man but hey i thank you for your call i definitely appreciate you i appreciate you too all right now take care shout out to my man joshua coming from new york city all right, call you on our line, 757, who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL, this is Greg from Chesapeake, man. How's it going? Everything is good, Greg. What's going on, Chesapeake? You know, that's my um, place where I grew up at for a long time, went to any River High School. Yep, yep, I know that, man, the old stomping grounds for you. Yes, yes. So I wanted to uh, call and talk about something uh, about taxes, man. So one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot lately is where is our tax money going exactly? Okay, I mean, you can say this program, that program, but I want to know where every dollar that I'm personally giving the government goes. And I think that with the technology they have, banks can track money everywhere, they got to be able to show that to us. They got to be able to show that to us. And I feel like if they showed that to us, there would be a world of change immediately. You What's know your what? opinion on being able to see that? that that's, a, that's a really good idea because the same way they're trying to talk about the Trump, the Trump giving the tax returns and whatnot to the public so they can see everything he has going on. They, they want tax returns and also financial disclosure. They want to know all the stock money is going. They want to know everything about him. It's like, okay, now, if you want that from Trump because he's in this position of power, now how about you as a federal government, local government, state, city, county, whatever, Give us a detailed, itemized sheet of where all of our money is being spent. All of it. I want to see the waste. I want to see the surplus. I want to see the debt. I want to see everything. You know, the salaries, any kind of benefits, which you wrote off. I want to see everything. That'd be good because if we're able to see that and we're able to study it and go through it, we're going to protest some things. It's like, wait a minute. Why did you spend $2 billion on this? 
or on that. We don't need that. We don't use that. What's this for? What's that for? I think you have a, good, a very good point. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something – I mean, I've not gotten into politics, but I wish if we could fundamentally change that and we knew where our money went, I think people would be a lot more inclined to pay attention to it because my end goal would be – I mean, we have to get back to smaller government. We have to. If the founding fathers knew that we were paying ten times amount in federal taxes and state taxes, they would have said, you're doing it wrong. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, your money should be going to your local community. So if we can track where our taxes go, all of it, and figure out what our essential needs are, then you can just contribute your money to your local area's essential needs. You're able to see exactly where it's going, and you can break it down so much easier. And, I mean, I think we would just see all the wasted money that this federal government spends. I mean, it's both sides of the aisle. It is out of control how much money we're spending. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I want to see that happen sooner and later because I love to know where the money's being spent. And then, you know, they keep raising the taxes. So it's like, why are the taxes being raised? Do you not have enough money already? Like California would be a prime example of this. The, The taxes are already high. And they're in a deficit. So where was the money going? If the tax was so high, you still have a surplus. Why did we have this big debt? What's going on? So good point. Good idea. Right. Yeah. So, man, that's something that I think, um, you know, you probably got a lot more influence than me, but get people to start talking about that, man. We need to see where our money is going. I want to see where my money's at. I mean, if you have nothing to hide, it should not be a problem. And you work for us. It's our money. The government is not a business. They do not make money. They take money. And they're spending our money God knows where. And I would like to know. And I think if we get enough people, you know, with that message, hey, show us where this money is going, all of it. I want to see – I mean, I'd love to be able to see every dollar of my taxes and what it goes to. Every single dollar. Like, okay, this amount just came out of my paycheck. You can track that for me and say, hey, Mr. Freeman, this is where your money went. I mean, you know they can track our money. Come on now. (laughs) Absolutely. 100%. So, yeah, man, uh, love the show. Keep doing what you're doing. But, yeah, man, talk to anybody you know. That's something that I think we need to push from our politicians is show us where this money's at. Because if they did that and we pushed hard enough and got that, I think things would change real quick. That's right, man. Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, ABL, you too, man. God bless you. Have a good day. God God bless you. Shout out to the caller coming from Chesapeake. Uh, shout out to Barry Otis, who says, I grew up in Georgetown, Chesapeake, Virginia, ABL. I know Georgetown. Call it GT. Right off of Military Highway. I know all about that. Shout out to Georgetown. Yeah, I used to go over there a lot, actually. I got guys that live in Georgetown right now. So shout out to Georgetown. All righty. And thank you to everybody that's calling in. If you like what you are hearing, give me a like on the video. Hit a thumbs up button. Also, if you are not subscribed, go ahead and do that right now. Uh, my super chat list is somehow weird. It's like all of them are gone. Normally, it's a little list right here that has past super chat. So I can't read them right now, unfortunately. But hopefully they come back and I can read them. But they, they're not right in front of me. They, they're gone somewhere. I don't know where they went. All righty. Thank you, True Helper. I appreciate that. There's some links right there that True Helper has posted. You got my website my Patreon link, and also my podcast on Anchor FM. This video you're hearing right now will be a podcast. 
um, it'll be available on Friday morning. And the one that I do on Saturday will be available Monday morning, 10 a.m. always. And you can go to Anchor FM and see all the platforms it's on. Because Anchor is kind of the, the spawning point for all the other platforms. I'm on iTunes. I'm on Google Play. I'm on Spotify, Stitcher. Of course, Anchor itself is a platform for audio, streaming podcasts, and everything else I'm on, pretty much. If you have a podcast platform you use and you enjoy it, just search ABO Live on there. I should come right on up. All righty. Let's get to the next call. All right, Carly, on the line. Two seven. who am I speaking to? Uh, good afternoon, last Dr. Logan? Speaking. Dr. Logan, how you doing? Everything's good, man. How about yourself? It was a nice, it was a pleasure talking to you, Dr. Logan. So, are you recommending that people should take oxychloroquine as a preventive to uh, not to get COVID-19? I think that it has had effective um, uses to fight the virus. No, 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 but as preventing, as preventing, like I, I take it I think, now, I think I it has had it. effective uses in preventing the virus and fighting it. No, no, preventing the virus. I said, I sir, you're not listening to me. Mm. I said, I think it has had effective uses in preventing and fighting the virus. In what kind of studies? Oh, from, from all over the world. You got French doctors talking about it. You got Americans talking about it. There's all kind of things that have been put out. So, I mean, you so, tell me. So people, people take it, bef so people go and the doctor prescribe it from the doctor, take it, and they, they won't get COVID-19. This is something that has been, uh, uh, they have results, 50% uh, result that in different type of age groups, uh, that this is works, or this is just something that you just made out of your head? <laughs> Which one? Well, no, like there are people from? taking it as a preventative measure because people take the... As a preventative measure? Yes. Which, which study? Which study? I mean, you tell me. No, no, no. You are the one who I'm asking you. You telling me. I'm going off what, sir. I'm going, off what, I'm going off of what the doctors say. Now, you ask them about the studies. I'm, so I'm telling doctor, you. Which doctor say this? A lot of doctors say it. But who, who are they? I mean, if you, if you want me to produce a report, I'll get it right over to you. Okay. Yeah, sure. I would like to see your report. Okay, great. Okay, so what, what else we got? Doctor, this doctor who's prescribing oxychloroquine as a preventable drug to prevent it from getting COVID-19, if, if this is something that, or, or there's a study, or they say they're already doing it. They're, 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 already, they're already doing it. They're already doing it officially? Yes. <laughs> so do you, so, so, people, so I could go and talk to my doctor and ask him to prescribe me oxychloroquine and take it and I should not get COVID-19? Well, number one, I don't know if a doctor will be able to do it for you. But number two, why, why not? I'm not, not done. I'm not done talking. I'm not done talking. You be quiet. Now, I'm not sure if your doctor will be able to get it for you because I don't know where you live or what the you know the situation is as far as the drug being available in your particular state. Uh, doctor might not want you to do it because they have their own opinion about what's going on. Because not all doctors agree about what the proper course is. Some say resistivir. Some say doxycycline. Some say ventilator after you get it. All of them are different, but beyond that, it's a preventative measure, meaning it's to prevent you from getting it. You might get it even if you're on a drug, but it's to prevent you from getting it. It's like wearing a seatbelt. You know, if you get into an accident, you, it's to prevent you from getting hurt. You still could get hurt with a seatbelt on, but it's to prevent injury, not to 100% eliminate possibility of injury. Does it make any sense? No, it doesn't make any sense. Why did the FDA drop the oxychloroquine? Not even for treatment, never mind for preventing a drug as a, you know, to take it so before you what get did, What did the FDA say? 
They say that it's a drug that doesn't provide the results, plus it's too much risk for people to advance Asia to take it, um, those who are uh, more vulnerable. So pretty much you suffer from some sort of uh, uh, heart problem, high blood pressure. It's not worth to give you oxychloroquine because it might kill you from a stroke rather than, than, than help you with coronavirus. So what are they basing that so, on? But, 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 <laughs> so, so wait, 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 sir. I had a question. What, what were they basing that on? They're based on different type of studies. Can you name one? And you, you mentioned Neil Cavuto. You mentioned Neil Cavuto. Neil Cavuto, Neil Cavuto is a journalist. You are not. You're an entertainer. Let's, let's get the facts right here. Can you, can you name said, can you name can you name the study that they reference? University study. The Columbia University study says they have forty people in the, uh, the, uh, different type of age groups. The one, the younger one, did better. But what Neil Cavuto was saying, those those who are older. Uh, president Trump, how old is he? How's he Trump? How's he, how's he the, our president? Uh, he's 73. 73. So most people at his age will be at a high risk, right? 75, 68. Those, those are the ones that are overweight. They might have blood, uh, high blood pressure. They might have diabetes. So if he say that it's safe to, for him to take it, what do you think people around his age are going to do? Okay, now, I mean, no doctor, now, now no I'm going I'm to I'm answer. I'm going to answer. I'm going to answer. You're going to be quiet. Now, Neil Cavuto, like I said, is not a doctor. He's a Fox News anchor. He's a finance guy. He's not a doctor at all. Now, Trump has what's called a doctor. He has a doctor, the White House doctor. He consults his doctor. As I'm talking, can nobody hear you at all? Neither can I because I mute you. But anyway, I can my headphones, I mute you. But Trump has a doctor, the White House doctor. He will consult his doctor to see if this drug makes sense or not for him to take. If the doctor says yes, then he'll take it. Now, if I'm Trump, whose word do I take? A guy on the internet screeching, that's you, Neil Cavuto on Fox News, the finance guy, the anchor, or my doctor? Which one? You tell me. Okay, but let me explain to you. So which one, so which one do I take the word of? Which one do I take the word of? A guy on the internet screeching, you, Neil Cavuto, the finance guy on Fox News, or my doctor? Your doctor. Thank you. But, okay. All right, then. Was, Case closed. Move on to the next thing. administration the doctor works? The, his doctor works for, for his administration, right? So you're saying, so you're saying the doctor would just so do whatever Trump say? <laughs> so, now, so now you're trying to say the doctor is not a good doctor. <laughs> so now you're trying to say the doctor is not nothing. Okay, so who does Fauci work for? Sir, sir, sir. Who does Fauci work for? Sir, are you listening? I'm on. Who does Fauci work for? Fauci works for Trump. All right, then. So do you take his word? I take his word because he works for All right, for so Fauci, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. So Fauci works for Trump. You take his word, and that's fine. But Trump's doctor, who was a doctor before Trump became the president, obviously, you don't take his word because he works for Trump? Okay, I got it. It makes perfect sense. Right on, so, Bucko. So, 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 okay, so his doctor is going to prescribe, and everybody in the administration say, no, this is not a good drug. Who's, who's everybody? Who, who's everybody? Okay. Uh, uh, Fauci say no. Deborah say no. Uh, Brooks say no. Uh, the other, the, the, how do you call it? The, I can't remember their names, but all of them for the tax force say no. Now, Fauci says, we're just severe. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to come in and pause. 
You can't, if I'm talking, can nobody hear you? Fauci said it's been just severe, should be the way we go forward. And that's an experimental drug. It's not been very well tested and it's expensive and it shoot through IV. So is that what we should take? Resistivir, an untested drug, something that's kind of new, experimental, and IV. Should we take that instead of hydroxychloroquine? No, well, that's not what he said. That's not what he said. He, he sure did. He sure did. That's not what he said. He sure did. You, you always twist it. That's not what he said. He said, if we take all the drugs, because they, there's not only chloroquine and, and resistivir, there's all the drugs that they, they give you, drugs for pneumonia. They give you all the type of drugs. He said, this is the safest drug and the most efficient, and he doesn't yeah. even approve that drug because he says, you know, we don't have a drug that specifically targets COVID-19. That's what he says. So if the like drug, if the drug is not approved, if the drug is not approved, why would he say it's safe then? If it's not approved. Yeah, but he oh, so it is. So so it's been approved. So so wait a minute. So the FDA says it's good. Fauci says it's the best one. So no, safe, what, what did I say? So what what did I say that was wrong? Safe and efficient, safety. Okay. You don't give a drug to somebody that is eighty. So wait, 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 wait. So what did I say that was wrong, sir? You got to be quiet. What did I say that was wrong then? Huh? What did I say that was wrong? Because that drug is not preventing. No, 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 no. So you're not you're not listening again. You're not listening. You got a problem with listening. You talk too much. You know, talk less, listen more. Um, I was talking about Regisevere. What did I say about that drug that was incorrect? Dude, well, you didn't say nothing that was incorrect, but that... All right, then. So what are you arguing about? What are you even arguing about? You're just arguing just to argue. Look, we, we okay, so check it out. Check it out. I don't have any time left for you, sir. So say your last word, then I'm out. <laughs> That's your last word? All right. Have a nice night. <laughs> All righty. It's funny because you know what? I've had an argument before about, you know, people will trust certain Trump administrative people, but not others. Okay, Trump's doctor, who's been a doctor for a long time, obviously, before Trump came into the White House, you don't trust him because he works for Trump. But you trust Fauci, a guy who's been a disease expert for a long time before Trump, who works under Trump. How are they any different? They're not any different. But to, to Ivan, he wants to believe in Fauci because he sees him as an anti-Trump person. But the doctor, he does not know. So he automatically assumes that he's pro-Trump and will do whatever he says, even if he kills him. Although he knows that if he were to kill Trump, you're talking about death row, uh, rope, get mo, bit rocks, little rocks, all that good stuff. It's kind of weird how that works. But anyway, let me get to the next call. And the number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. 787, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Yeah, there's a caller from at least seven New Jersey. I mean, the mayor is, uh, over here is using drones and stuff. And I don't really, like, to be honest, that type of stuff is like China stuff, to be honest. What do you think about that? Like, I mean, that's pretty much what it is because a lot of these drones come from China, like, directly. And a lot of them report back to a Chinese server. All the data, all the pictures, video, audio, they're getting all of that to a Chinese server. And the thing about China is that you can't operate as a business if you're not in bed with the government, they know all of what's going on. So everything that's happening, they're getting back. And the theory is that um, China are getting information about the infrastructure through these drones. They're, they're kind of spying on us and we're, we're paying them to have them spy on us. Yeah, man, that's true. And I also want to talk about this, like the schools, because I'm a high school student and um, 
all this work, man. I'm capable. I'm like an A student, but right now my grades is like going down. Each week I can't keep up. I'm not even sleeping. I mostly sleep like four hours a day if I can, because all this work is coming from the district, and they don't even they just give us essays to do them. That's not my only class, and I got like a bunch of classes. I'm an honor student, and my grades are just going down, and I can't, you know, like. I so, can't keep up. are are you like in class, or are you at home working? At home working, like uh, e-learning. See, that's probably what's going on because normally you be in yeah. class, you can you can be around your friends, you can interact with people, you can get taught normally, and then you would have a real class. Like you go to class, you got work, you got you know certain things you want to accomplish. But now they're really giving you a bad education because that's kind of how it was when I had a teacher that quit in the middle of the school year. They give you worksheets and essays and stuff like that. That's a bad education. You're not really learning. They're just kind of giving you busy work to say that they taught you something, but you're not really learning at all. Um, my advice to you would be to do the best you can on the essays, but educate yourself more than what, or try to fill the gap yourself. You know, you got different things online, Khan Academy and stuff like that. Read certain things that are interesting to you and get educated that way because what you're doing right now is not really learning in my opinion. Because matter of fact, I'm going to ask you, are you really learning anything from doing essays? You could be honest. I, I mean, no, a, yeah. No, no. Actually, I'm getting the answers from other friends and everybody's passing around the answers and they just see the work and they put a hundred. You know what? I'm going to tell you about my math homework. I switched it up and I took a picture and then I sent it to my teacher. She gave me a hundred. So she didn't even, she didn't even search up. She didn't even check the homework. So it's like, are you kidding me? You're not even going to check the homework? Like, Yeah, that's crazy. That That's crazy, man. So I wouldn't worry about everything that's going on. Just do the best you can because, I mean, do you want to do college? Do you want to do trade school? What, what's going to be your plans after school is over with? Naval Academy, if I can, but, I mean, I don't know, man. You, you got to have a certain kind of grade, uh, GPA requirement for that? Uh, I have a 3.5, so I should be fine right now. Yeah, so I say don't worry about it, man. Just do the best you can as far as getting stuff done, but don't be putting pressure on yourself to do it because you know what they're doing right now is giving you busy work. They're not really trying to educate you. So my advice would be just get through the essay as best you can. Don't worry about getting everything perfect. And if you have time to yourself, educate yourself for things that you're interested in. Don't even worry about the curriculum or nothing like that because they pretty much don't know the way. They're gonna keep you at home. You know, you can't go back to school. Focus on Naval Academy getting ready for that. So then once you get into the Naval Academy, you'd be, you be, you be more prepared for that rather than be worrying about school and not getting much sleep. So that would be what I would do if I were you. All right. Thank you, Reveal. And I just want to say one more thing about the last guy. He didn't even know what he was trying to do, man. He he probably, he didn't even know what he was, he was saying. So I just want to say that <laughs> and have a good night. Thank you for the call. <laughs> All right now. All right. Bye. And shout out to the caller. Yeah, don't even worry about, like, just, it, it, you could pretty much just get answers because they don't even really care. They're not teaching you anything. Get the answers the best you can on the essay, but educate yourself. That's the key. You know, educate yourself in the time that you have, but don't put pressure on yourself, not sleeping, and then focus on a Naval Academy. And then once you get there, you'll get more proper and structured uh, education and a better environment for you. All righty. So let's get to the next call. And the number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. 539, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? This is Lois from Oklahoma. All righty, what's going on? 
I just want to say something. I'm not going to name names here, but I heard somebody on another podcast say uh, some woman called in and said from Indiana saying that the governor in Oklahoma was uh, something about ma- mandating vaccines. Our governor's a Republican and a businessman. He would have never done that. He didn't even shut Oklahoma completely down. Right. Only big, big like football games and casinos and stuff. And the only places were shut down or uh, wasn't completely open were people that businesses did it on their own. Right. Without our governor. And we just won a, 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 a case in court just recently. Our governor and our governor signed it saying that there's not going to be no red flag laws in our state. Yeah, that's that's excellent. That's great because that's that's a real big problem. Red flag law. You're talking about all your rights yeah. down the tube. Yeah, and and uh, they they passed it in the House and the Senate. Went to the governor. He come in on a weekend and signed it. Said now it's official. No red flag uh, flag laws. Uh, red flag laws in the state of Oklahoma. That's excellent. Absolutely. And I get tired of people trying to say something about my governor. I voted for that is he's a Republican. He's not. He's a good guy. He, he's doing everything he can to help Oklahoma. We haven't had that many cases here in Oklahoma. Right. And yeah. He, did, he said he was not going to shut the state down completely because he knew small businesses needed their jobs. Right. Anyway, I got something personal I want to talk to you about. All righty. <laughs> I don't want to drag this out too long. But, you know, he's talking about going to Florida in humidity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How bad humidity was. I went out in the California, lived in uh, Hoopaw, California. I know a lot of people don't know where that's at. It's Indian Reservation. And we'd have to travel 52 miles. It took two hours because we'd have to go down the mountain and go to Eureka, California to get groceries and stuff. Because it's an Indian reservation, they didn't have a whole lot of groceries in the store. Then a year later, I come back to Oklahoma. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> the humidity was so bad that year in Oklahoma. I thought, oh, my God, I think I want to go back to California. <laughs> <laughs> it was that bad. <laughs> I mean, I just choked when I'd walk out the door. It's terrible because you can't even breathe. It's like, what's going on? Like, it's it's confusing a little bit. Like, the heat is just, it do something to you. Yeah, like, that's how it was. When I came out of the um the airport in Miami, I was like, wow, this heat is this something else. The humidity. Uh, yeah, and, and when I come back from California, I, I, I got so used to the mountain air, and I come back to Oklahoma. I was only out there for a year. I left on 4th of July and come back on 4th of July. <laughs> and when, when I come back, humidity was extremely high in Oklahoma that year. Right. And I did live in Redding, California, too. Crazy chick, Celine Sheena, or whatever your name is. <laughs> I hated that town with the passion. But anyway, it was it's just funny, you know, when you think about it and and... I heard you saying that, and I go, well, I remember that. And that was back before the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, all right, you're the only show I can get, get a hold of, and, and that really irritated me because that show is the part one people that I wanted to talk to 
and I never can get on. I can always get on your your calls. Can't ever get on them. And I wanted to ask him, uh, say something about that woman that said that from Indiana about vaccines here in Oklahoma. No, our va- our our governor is not going to mandate no vaccines. Right. That's that's yeah. excellent. That's good. Very good. Kind of kind of irritated me. Because I couldn't get on and say, no, that's not true. I don't know where she's getting her information from, but it's not from people in Oklahoma. <laughs> not our governor. No doubt. Well, I thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you, ABL. I appreciate you taking my call. All righty now. All right. Thank you. Bye. Shout out to the caller. Most certainly appreciate it. And shout out to you guys as well. Uh, thank you for the super chats. I, I got your email, Jeff, from South Florida. And thank you for the super chats, man. So you sent a link to my email about a black ball head guy talking about you. All righty. So this is Snap Turtle. Apparently, it's a video about me. I've not seen it at all. I don't know what's going on, but there's a link right there in the chat. You guys can check it out if you want to check it out. Um, shout out to Kimberly, who says, love you, ABL. Keep up the great work. Thank you for that. I most certainly appreciate you. I got like five of the super chats. I don't have all of them. It's weird. Like all of them aren't really there. Um so that's, that's all I got. But I know, I know there are more. So if you donated to me recently and I did not read your super chat, I'm sorry. But thank you for your, your donation. And shout out to all the PayPal donators and also the Patreon people and also those that have signed up to become members of the channel. You're most certainly appreciated. All righty. Let me get to the next call. 712, you're in line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, ABL. This is Al from Iowa. How are you doing tonight? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Hey, good. You've had a couple of great callers there. Uh, we had one, one call that I kind of want to comment a little bit, and he had a great point there about, you know, should be auditing the uh, where all our money's going for. You know, if you really think about it, I want people to think about this, wow. too. We're pretty much a country that's a lot in debt. And last I looked, which was quite a while ago, I thought it was like 25, 26%. What are we buying for that? That's a very good question. I mean, you're paying interest. When you buy it, when you take a loan out, you have to pay interest. And that interest is not buying us a damn thing. It's going to the banks or going to where whoever holds the note. So which is why China owns a lot of the notes. So basically all that interest that we are paying is actually going back to China. Just want people to think about this on, the, on Economics 101. So when does enough become enough when you keep paying more and more interest? You know, we're at, let's say, 25%. Now you've got two, two, two to $8 trillion more going there. Now all of a sudden that 25% can become 33, maybe 35. We had a, if I remember right, a $2 trillion or $3 trillion economy that was going. Right now our economy is not no $2 or $3 trillion a year. It's probably barely making $1 trillion, if it's even making that. So there's a lot of waste in, it, waste in there, and you're right. We cannot have another Nancy Pelosi 3 point whatever trillion, add a few more trillion to it. You're just going to get faster to that point where all of a sudden 100% of our taxable income will be going paying the interest. So that, that, you know, there needs to be cuts. There needs to be a balanced budget. There needs to be get this deficit down. That's basically it. 
Now, you had another caller, one caller there. He's talking about the police, and I've kind of brought this up before with you. Uh, the police department, I mean, you there, there was a couple comments that someone that they were writing that if you had a very wealthy neighborhood that's basically supporting their own neighborhood, they're going to get a better protection force than, for instance, a poor, a poor part of town. I mean, logically, it makes sense, wouldn't it, or not? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so I've always said this. The police department needs its own budget, and it needs it not to be dictated by City Hall. Because then you get mayors say, sticking their nose and say, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. The police department should be a separate entity of the municipal departments. Okay, so, so now it falls down to voters need to get to find a, a mayor that you need to vote for and basically say, we need to change this. We need to change this to where the police department has their own budget, where it's not dictated by the city. That's kind of the big thing. Now, on May 7th here, I'm going to kind of bring up a fast report here. I kind of try to text you this a little bit, but uh, or not text you, but wrote in here. Okay, on May 7th here, we have Supreme Court ruling, basically 9-0, to zero, that basically it said that uh, they ruled against the Ninth Circus, or Circuit, excuse me, <laughs> uh, court, and basically it goes back to where administration that makes it a felony to encourage illegal immigrants. Your question, or one of the questions of the, of the gentleman that you had there about Gavin Newsom, that he's trying to get, what, $75 billion or million or billion or whatever for illegals? Is that right? Yes, $75 million for illegals. $75 for illegals. So basically, would he not be also breaking that law right there? That basically he's... He is encouraging illegal immigrants. Good question. I mean, just a question thrown out there. I mean, yeah. sanctuary cities are going to be have to worry about this too because now, if this is, I mean, this this is a nine nine to zero ruling that just happened on May seventh on the Supreme Court that basically, if you are going to give aid to illegals, you can be actually charged with a felony. So maybe we can have new some in handcuffs here soon if he gives us out. Just a thought. Yeah, that's, that's right. I, I mean, if you and I did it, we would be thrown, I mean, if we would all of a sudden put, let's say, for instance, this example, we go to the desert and we throw a bunch of water out there, would we, would we not be also aiding the illegals to come in that's across def- the border? Yeah, that's what it seems like. That's what it seems like. So, to me, that... I wish, I'm hoping, I think that we're going to, maybe we'll see it, that maybe we'll have to take, wait till a little bit before the the second term of President Trump, and if we keep, if we get the House back, keep the Senate, that maybe we'll see these uh, governors and sanctuary city mayors, that everybody, everybody that starts doing this, they need to be start brought up on charges. That's how I feel about it. I know if it was me, I would be thrown in jail. Same way with you. We would, and we would help them people. And this also includes people that are hiring people. If they're not going to look up their their uh, uh, status as being American citizens, they're going to just hire illegals. They ought to be charged too. I'm, I don't care. I don't care, businessman or no businessman. 
you know what, you need, you've got a responsibility to the country first, not to your pocketbook. I mean, I understand the pocketbook issue, but you still have a, your right is for this country. If you want to be in this country and do business, you need to do it that way. So anyhow, ABL, that's all I have to say. And let's, uh, I love your format. I thank you for talking with me and, uh, hopefully, uh, you have a great day. Uh, thank you for this call, man. Definitely appreciate you. You bet. Bye-bye. All right. Shout out to my man for the call. Most certainly appreciate him. Let's get to the next call. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Now, if I point you in the line, who am I speaking to? Now, if I All right. I don't know what you got going on, now, one. You got, like... You, you play you playing the drums in the background. I don't know what's happening, but I had to hang up on you. Sorry. I had to get to the next call. Two zero six, you're on line. Who am I speaking to? Oh. Uh hold on one second, let me meet you. ABL? Yeah. Tonight I'm a pissed off uh patriotic prepper parent. Uh matter of fact, <laughs> the young young lady, do you wanna say hi to the one and only Anthony Brian Logan and thousands and thousands of the coolest people on the World Wide Web? Sure. Hello, everyone. <laughs> hi ABL. Hello, how are you? So, uh, yeah, it, uh, sorry, I pulled it away. <laughs> said, how are you? Hi. Good. I'm good. All right. So, uh, yeah, yeah, man. So, um, yeah, uh, basically I'm ready to homeschool, I guess. You know, got into it with the superintendent, had my Rand Paul moment. You know, I wasn't always in a position where I could uh, pull my kid from school because um, of the free daycare. But, um, you know, they're trying to give away the likeness on Zoom at the same time. Google and Tesla are telling their people not to use it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not going to give my kids likeness away for free. You got to pay, pay her for it, Dad. You know, what I mean? <laughs> and so uh, I basically let her know. You know, my body, my choice. I have to fight for all of the liberal principles that I believe in. And uh, she, I'm sure that yeah, that drove her nuts. And basically, yeah, man. I mean, they're uh, the contact tracing, you know, and the uh, and the mandatory vaccine idea. Man, I ain't, I ain't going with that, man. So um, I let them know that um, I'll be pulling her. Uh, if they decide to try to reopen with anything different than the previous year. Otherwise, they're just picking on all the kids who have, uh, you, know, uh, uh, you know, existing uh, conditions. You know, then they pick on all their friends when they get it. You know, this is ridiculous, man. And the back coin is ridiculous, too, the new 2020 quarter. You seen that? Um, no, I've not. Oh, I did see that with the, with the, with the actual flying bats on it. I just, I just got one in my change today, and, it, you know, it scared me. Wow. <laughs> like, Whoa. I know, right? They got to mint those coins up way before, you know. Um, and uh, Ivan, Ivan, Ivan. Somebody called uh, Ivan a homosexual about a month ago. I'm still <laughs> laughing about that. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll give you a list if you still got time at the end uh, of all the doctors he needs to look at. But um, the uh, did you hear about that Tennessee uh, COVID uh, concentration camp down in the Nashville Fairgrounds? Um, I've been hearing something about that, but I've not looked into it really deeply. Do you know more about that? Well, I saw an article that a guy escaped, um, and there, the concentration camps are, I'm sorry, the, uh, what are they called? Uh, uh, COVID detention camps are, and that, that has to do with like Inslee's, uh, executive order. It's just so broadly worded. It says isolation and quarantine, and they're hiring thousands of people for it. And right now they're hitting the people who are on parole and the, you know, the people who can't argue, uh, about, about about it and then they isolate and separate so i thought that they would quarantine me for a month i'd have to shut my business down then i found out oh if i don't test positive and my kid does they can take her out of my house legally right now 
Wow. The way it's worded. So wait, wait and a I minute. I told that to the superintendent. She didn't disagree with it. So is that in Tennessee yeah. or is that on um, Washington State? Well, that's in Washington State, but it, you know the emergency powers pretty much gives each governor the ability to basically be judge, jury, executioner, and uh, you know, crazy uh, man. Okay. Uh, essential employee versus you know, like I, I don't even like being an essential employee. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody's essential to me. Um, but uh, I just wasn't sure if you had gone down there and looked at it yet. No, nah, I've not. I've not heard about. It. I've I've been hearing about it a little bit, but I've not looked into it really deeply. That's about two hours away. I'm about to go check it out. Yeah, I, I, you know, I went down and checked out some of the medical, um, you know, tents, those giant uh, pole barns they put up. Uh, they got one in my neighborhood. And um, I don't, I, the only person, people I ever see there is cops in the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, basically, um, you know, science, man, uh, that uh, hydroxychloroquine has a lot of words in it. All right. Um, and uh, sodium hypochlorite is bleach, right? And in certain municipalities, they put that in the municipal watershed. So if you fill your swimming pool with tap water, you don't have to add any extra sodium hypochlorite to it for like a week or two. There's so much, mm. right? Then you got chlorine dioxide, okay? That's the main ingredient in water purification tablets. For the Q fans, it has 17 protons and 17 electrons, right? <laughs> then you've got carbon dioxide. And up here in Washington, that's what we use because it just evaporates away, right? Um, but the watershed just did a force majeure saying they're running out of carbon dioxide to purify the water, right? And then you've got, like, sulfur dioxide. They sprinkle that all over fruit, and the studies even show, you know, to kill viruses, cancer, all that, and, and they, sh you know, they can even admit that smelling flatulence helps prevent cancer because of the uh, sodium dioxide, right? So you keep seeing dioxide, dioxide, right? Kills germs, viruses, and all that. And uh, when they get into it about the whole drinking bleach thing, what they don't want people to know is that the chlorine dioxide that the naturopaths that they're attacking are talking about is water purification tablets. So that's always been approved, just like the hydroxychloroquine. Not the chloroquine. That's bad for you if you didn't see Dr. Drew the other night. Same thing that they, all the doctors have been saying, right? So, you know, the CERMO study with 7,000 doctors, uh, 40 countries worldwide, Dr. Shiva, Stephen Smith... Dr. Drew um, agreed with that. The Anthony Cardillo, Dr. Batar, Dr. Zelenko, the study in Marseille, Professor uh, Dolores J. Cahill, the Ph.D. in immunologist, uh, Dr. Yvette Lozano. Um, and what they're all saying is that the licensing board is threatening them uh, to pull their licenses because everything's an observational study that I'm quoting. Legally, they hide behind legal. You can't call it a real study unless the licensing board does. Right. Right. So they'll pull and, and, and then they'll probably send CPS out over to get your kids, just like they did in Oregon to the debt salon owner. I mean, this thing is crazy, man. But, um, yeah, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Nippin, wherever he's at, and the uh, Brexiteers. Hey, Tommy, 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 Tommy Robinson. Hey, Tommy. Right. And then the Italy, Italian uh, government wants to arrest Bill Gates. Right. And they leak in that Biden phone call. So. Um, oh, Bella Chow, Bella Chow, Bella Chow, Chow, Chow. That's what they uh, chant in Italy. <laughs> and then you know the uh, the French one? Uh, Cop Johnson, right? Macron, démission, Macron, démission, gilet jaune, gilet jaune. You know that song? I I've not heard it. it. Like. <laughs> oh, you should, okay, Cop Johnson, man. You should put on a yellow vest and be him for Halloween. <laughs> you know, in France, you'd be... Uh, You'd be against the president, right? You'd be against the prime minister, right? 
That's right. You know, in Iran, man, you'd be a liberal, bro. You know, wow. You know, everything's, rel- everything's relative. You know what the Anthony, uh, the Anthony Brian Logan uh, uh, chant is? What's that? It's a hard one. It goes, um, hey, Anthony, how uh, see, you see, doing? See, no. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Skittles, man. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, they crack me yeah, up. Yeah, they, yeah, it's, it's ma'am. They, it, yeah, exactly. But I mean, basically, I wanted to call in and say, uh, you know, uh, hey, you, yeah, you know, Skittles would like it if you did your entire show in a romper. You might be able to get a million views, man. Not, not going to be able to do not it. Be, not happening. No. What about Cowbell? Hey, what, um, the same, what, I, what I got right now was pretty much it. Uh, you want to do the whole show in asthma? You want to whisper the whole show? Just I, I, give me ideas, okay? Like Devin Nunez, I'll give him the idea to leave California, man. They're always an exception to the rule, I'm telling you. Amazing Lucas, did you see his live stream yesterday? No, I didn't. Okay, so somebody called, pointed out that you had called him out about the, uh, the uh, cleaning up like a spill on aisle five. Yeah. And he said he didn't believe it. And uh, then he did a pretty good little impersonation of you, so you should check that out. <laughs> it's, about th- it's about three minutes in to his uh, symposium on... Gangsters who rob stores with watermelon uh, helmets. I don't know, but, but it was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> so if you guys debate, just remember you're on the same team too. Okay, remember that. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. you just wear your, you just wearing your hats different ways, man. But when it boils down to it, you both, you know, you both on the same team. Just, just, just remember that, you know. No doubt. And um, and tell everybody not to listen to Susan. Okay. Um, take your vitamin C. Eat your vegetables. Clean your room. Do your homework. These are all. You know, proper parent tips, wash behind your ears, brush your teeth, and then you can floss like Dougie on the ABL show, right? No so uh, everybody sleep tight. ABL, don't let the billy bug bite. All right, man. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate it. Anytime. Like. All right, shout out to the caller. And shout out to Lucas. Lucas, if you were surprised that I said you can't beat me in a debate, if you're surprised at that, I've, told that, I've said that to you live on the stream. I've said that. I said you cannot handle me in a debate. Like, I'll tell you again, you cannot handle me in a debate. It ain't going to happen. It just ain't going to do it. You can play this. You can play it back. Do an impersonation. Do whatever you want to do. You can't touch me in a debate. I, you get washed. It wouldn't be no contest at all. Because when I debate, I know my subject matter. If I don't know it, I'll be like, I don't know nothing about that. Ask somebody else. But if I debate, I'm going to be, I'm going to say things that you won't even be prepared for because I know my subject matter front, back, side to side. That's just kind of how that goes. But let me get to the next call. 210, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? ABL. What's up, bro? It's Nick Taylor. What's going on, Nick Taylor? What's happening? Oh, oh man. I'm just sitting here watching the show, and I'm cracking up. I come <laughs> online, and some guy sound like he's a, uh, escaped from Romania and want to complain to you that Romania is better than here, but he won't go back. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and I'll and I'll be nice with it, Bruh, That's crazy. Um, I just watched it. I watched the link that you put up about somebody making a video of you. I watched thirty seconds and I clicked it off. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't watching that man, bro. Trump's remedy. Look, the chlor. Uh, uh, ADL. Wait a minute. Uh, let me help me out here. Don't we have this thing called? Free choice, free free will, freedom of choice. Sometimes. Now, help me out, bruh. I know you, you're a smart guy. You smarter than me. 
Notice the people that's crying about you not having access to chorocloculine, however you pronounce it, are the same people that ain't said a word about mandatory vaccinations. Mm. You notice the you notice that the everyone that cries about that not even being available to you. No one's forcing you to take. You see what I'm saying? No one's trying to force you to take that. But they don't have a problem when they uh, uh, when they. You, have you ever heard one like the guy, Mister Romanian? Even though he's probably not Romanian, but you know what I'm saying, right? Um, did did he ever in that whole diatribe? Did he say that that he was against forced vaccination? I did not hear that. I didn't hear that, and the reason you didn't hear it is because he didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> but he's totally against ABL making a choice, maybe flipping a coin and making a decision with your life. With your life. Not giving, not letting somebody else make a decision with your life, with you taking charge of your own life. That's one thing I noticed with those people, and I'll use that phrase, uh, carefully. Now, businesses reopening on their own. My little part of Texas, we never close. But, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, we're not a major metropolis. And then CNN fell on their faces with that lie. They come out two, hold on, two days later, after the uh, state of Texas opened up, the COVID-19 cases are through the roof, ABL. How long does it take to get a test? And then once you get a test, for them to get back either a, a positive positive or a positive negative? Um, I think it takes a little more than two days. It, it does. It does. I mean, and then the thing about it is, I mean, who knows how long they had it before they got tested, and then it was a positive result. I exactly. Mean, <laughs> right. Look, you know that. I know that. But the thing is, they know that they can they love misleading people and they know people won't do any research on anything and you know like because you think somebody stop and say how did they come up with that in just two days you know what i'm saying right. what is what is the the average saturation rate with two weeks well if it's two weeks how did you come up with this in two days i mean you're full of snot you're full of crap you know what I mean? And, and you're doing it on purpose. But I'm not paying them no attention. I don't know anybody down here. We're supposed to be so. But then they they put at the end of the article that only nine, uh, that less than 9% of Texans have been tested. And where'd you come up with this number? Right, exactly. We're, we're, you know, we're 20 some odd million, 20 some odd million uh, people uh, down here in Texas, and you're going to come up. Uh, uh, with this number of 1,448 case, 1,448, that's, that's out of 20-some-odd million people, and this makes front-page news? What what am I missing, bro? Because, you know, Texas is, what, the third most populous state in the United States? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a big place. You know, you know a lot, a lot of population yeah. and a lot of spread land area out. spread out. Yep. Spread out. Yep. Yeah. And I tell people, you got to go a mile one direction to get to my next neighbor. Because, you know, I'm in sticks. 
you got to go a, 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 almost a half the other direction to get to the next ranch. I like it like that. Right. So, uh, and they got the uh, top 20 count. Our, our county ain't even on the list. But it's a, it's a farce. The whole thing is overblown because then you got one doc. Well, you shouldn't wear a mask, but you said you're we're the one that's supposed to wear the mask. And you're breathing in the same stuff. Now I'm here about elderly people passing out and trying to go shopping and whatnot with masks on. You know what I mean? Because, you know, breathing is restricting your normal breathing, and you keep breathing the same thing. And then most of the people you see get sick are people like in nursing homes and whatnot and all that other stuff because they breathe in the same air. I want to go to a hospital right now. That's where all the sick people are. Stay at home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to a hospital. And yeah, I'm not sick anyway. But anyway, how I many you always hear people what? Staff infections, all kind of infections people catch at hospitals before all this stuff. And I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna split. Bruh. Notice we always talk about the flu and pneumonia numbers, the deaths throughout the year, right? Right. Each year the last big breakout and all this other stuff. Forty eight thousand notice you haven't seen any numbers from anyone on the current year, uh, flu season, normal influenza, and, and uh, pneumonia death numbers. Why? I'm, I, that's a rhetorical question. <laughs> it's it's, a, it's a good question. It's a good one. Yeah. Hmm. But the, it's, it's one, well, we got to mix them numbers in with that. Oh, man, this guy got stabbed with a knife, but we tested him. Oh, man, COVID-19. That's, that, that's not how he died. He died from a knife wound. No, but he had COVID-19. What? <laughs> yeah. they, they, they play in the game. We have one of the worst outbreaks. I've done a video on it for the 2018-2019 flu season. Uh, Texas broke a record. You didn't hear a word. Right. And, and now uh, we're, we're, not even, we're not even hitting 6% of that in COVID-19 and everybody's, point, you know, uh, social distancing okay bro i'm good hey good to talk to you i'll holler at you later and them 75 that 75 million for illegals need to go to american citizens and its vets and that's all i'll say you be good brother man i right, thank you for the call man definitely appreciate it all right always appreciate you i know bye shout out to my man nate taylor for the great calls always most certainly appreciate them and thank you all for joining you guys on the drill, the number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. All righty. Now, somebody said Lucas did an impersonation of him. I'm trying to find it. I'll, I'll do that later. I ain't worried about that. Let me get to the next call. 951, you're the line. Who am I speaking to? All right, 951. I don't know what's going on with you, boss, but you got to tighten up. I write a caller. I see your name. Oh, is it Snap Turtle? We can't. You can't call back twice, man. I know. I know. Real quick. I know you dropped that link. I want to. Ask, I did want to talk to you about that, but I'm. I'm gonna hit you up on Saturday about it. I just want to let you know. All right. All right. Yeah, All I know right. you can't twice. All right, man. Let's go. Four two four. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, uh, what's up, man? This is Devin Knocker from Biomed RX. How you doing, brother? Everything's good, man. How about yourself? Very good, very good, man. You know, uh, uh, I just wanted to give you a shout out, man. You got a great show. I listened to you. I've been listening to you for a while. 
uh, I, I did a video. I, I do videos on, on my channel, BiomedRx TV, about holistic health. And I did a video about uh, uh, chlorine dioxide, man. I had it taken down. Uh, you know, but before it got taken down, it, it, right, this was right when the whole COVID thing first kicked off. And uh, before it got taken down, they had a lot of likes. A lot of people were 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 speaking up about it. Uh, chlorine dioxide, uh, like like the guy said before on, on the previous call, chlorine dioxide does work, man. It is an effective thing. Yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of, a lot of people have said it. A lot of doctors have said it. But I feel like YouTube wants to play doctor. They want to act like uh, certain information shouldn't be out there. And I feel like there's a motive behind it. Maybe they have certain business interests that would kind of conflict with information like they're being out and available to the public. I think so, man. And, you know, honestly, you know, I, I hate to go too deep down the rabbit hole, you know, on your show. But, uh, you know, this kind of goes along with a lot of what, uh, you know, the Q drops are talking about uh, as far as, you know, picking up all of these people for uh, child trafficking or whatever. It seems like there's a huge uh, conspiracy going on in the in the in the tech world to censor and for and 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 block information right now. This is kind of it's kind of it's a very interesting time to be alive, and I think that there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that they're not uh, talking about that the news is definitely not talking about. Right? Yeah, definitely. They they but I think that they're all kind of on the same page with it. They're all kind of like the news media, yeah. a, lot, a lot of the, the tech companies are all kind of on the same page to suppress information. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. They're losing power. They're losing power over the world right now, man, and they're not giving up without a fight. That, yeah, that's right. Absolutely, you're absolutely right about that. Yep, they're losing their grip. Well, yo, uh, Trump 2020, I just wanted to give you a shout-out and tell everybody, you know, stay, keep your eye on the, on, on the prize here. Uh, we're going to re uh, reawaken our e economy very soon. And, uh, you know, uh, you got a great show, brother. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, swing by my show uh, on Biomed Rx TV and uh, on Devin Lockett. I'm going to be going live pretty soon as well. All right, man. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right, man. Stay up, man. Have a good one. All right, now. Peace. Peace out. All right. Shout out to the caller. Uh, shout out to the super chatters. You guys have been great. Thank you to Stacey Felice, who says Apple is auto-installing COVID tracking tonight on iPhones. Turn off auto-install. Hey, glad I got that good old Huawei. <laughs> you know, I, I got to worry about China, but at least I don't have COVID trackers on my phone. You see what I'm saying? That's what I was talking about earlier. People talking about, oh, the Chinese phone. But hey, what about the American? What about that? What about that Google? What about the Apple? What about the uh, NSA spying on you? What about the COVID tracker spying on you? See? Not a fan. Thank you for your uh, donation and your suggestion. Definitely appreciate it. Again, if you didn't hear that, she says that Apple is auto-installing COVID tracking tonight on iPhones. I think the way it works is with your with your face recognition, it, it'll track you through that. And they can see you with your mask on, too. That's a new update they did before this most recent one. All right. Shout out to Nick Taylor, who says, uh, my man, peace, chat. Hey, thank you for that. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you to Jeff South Florida, who says, if the police were stopping tomorrow after trespassing, do you think he would resist arrest and get shot? Because I think he'd be dead anyways. Good question. Good question. Could it happen? Definitely appreciate you for that. Shout out to Squished300ZTT, who says, 
Shout out to my haircut lady, E. Norma Styles, for opening back up in defiance of Gavin Newsom's order. Shout out to her, and hopefully she's not alone. There will be more to open up and defy that crazy order. And shout out to Vincent Michaels, who says, thanks for keeping the truth and level-headed common sense out there. Hey, that's all I can do. And thank you for your donation. Most certainly appreciate you. Let me get to the next call. Dipping, what's going on? Oh, not much. For a second, I thought I'd have to wait until the, the next call. You, you're, you're on, man. What's going on? Oh, well, track and trace could be a thing from June in the UK. So how are they going to do that? Um, uh, basically, um, they are... I think pretty similar to what you guys are doing there in the States. Okay. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. And have you watched Paul Joseph Watson's latest YouTube upload? No, I haven't. Oh, he goes on about how this thing is ritual humiliation for breaking the social distancing and the lockdown. Um, what like what 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 is he talking about? Like ritual humiliation? Like what did they do for? Is it like kind of like being shamed publicly for breaking the social distancing and stuff like that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now Germany have come up with some idiot, idiot. They've come up with such a stupid way of keeping social distancing. It's it is pretty hilarious. Let let me just show <laughs> you. Let me just show you what they did. Um. Social distancing. Yeah, look. Look at this. Do you see it? Oh, yeah, I've seen things. I've seen all kinds of stuff like that. I've seen the hats with the little tubes on it. I saw a guy he had like, this big disc around him. Yeah. Another guy had a big inner tube yeah. around him. Yeah. I mean, that's stupid. I mean, like, I'd much rather stay at home. Yeah, I'm not doing all that. Yeah, I mean, like, I'd much rather get a takeout than look like an idiot. Right, now I hear you. So, yeah, that, I'm not doing that. I, If I want to go to a restaurant, I will go how I want. And... And I don't want to look like an idiot. Yeah, I, I'm not wearing a, a hat with um, styrofoam tubes on it or anything like that. I'm going to go just the way I normally are, am. That's it. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, Gavin Newsom, I am calling you out. I mean, how dare you? There are so many unemployed people in your state. And you care more about illegal aliens. How dare you yeah that's that's really crazy but that's what gavin newsom does and then he has the nerve to ask for a federal bailout it's like how are you going to have a federal bailout when you're giving money away to illegal aliens you could save some money by not just spending it on things you shouldn't be spending it on things that are illegal to spend on yeah there'll be no money left if he keeps doing that so how can you expect a bailout Apps. Yeah, a good question. So, yeah. Um, businesses are starting to reopen on their own. Yeah, good for them for defying the lockdown measures. That's right. 
So yeah, that's pretty much what they do these days. Like a lot of people in the UK, a lot of the protesters were were business owners saying, oh, my business is failing because of this lockdown. You, You have no idea how much this is affecting my business. Yeah, it's really rough because people still got to be able to eat, still got to make, make a living, and if they can't have their thing open because they're being shut down by whatever, uh, you know, business, by, by whatever government entity says they can't be open, how are they going to be able to eat? How, how can they survive? They can't. They got to be able to be open again and get back to work and get things going as normal. Yeah, that's how it should be, but yeah, well... The the Prime Minister said hopefully things will be back to normal in July. I'm like, okay, I have no choice, really. I'm, now, not, I'm not okay with this. Now, do you, really, be, do, do you believe that July will be the cutoff? I think so. Because, you know, my, my faith is kind of shaken because a lot of these governors, a lot of these mayors and whatnot over here, they'll say, OK, we're going to let you guys go back to normal on this day. And then they keep pushing it back constantly over and over. And then what they say is normal is not necessarily normal. They have too much power, the governors over there in the states, especially yeah. in places like California and and uh, uh, who else has a and New York? Yeah, they have too much power there. Well, it's kind of a double-edged sword because you don't want so much power from the federal government. You want more individual states' rights, but at the same time, you got to have people that aren't dictators in power in the state level. You got to have good leaders at the state level. The, the issue with California is Gavin Newsom, Xavier He's Becerra. A yeah, He's you, a dictator. You got you got bad people in charge. Now, hopefully, the voters in these places will recognize what they have. They recognize what happened in their state and then vote for a different kind of person next time they have a chance to vote. They're not going to vote for a Republican. I mean, that ship has sailed. Even, even, even if it ain't Republican, at least not somebody as bad as a Gavin Newsom or a uh, Andrew Cuomo. I mean, they should go for at least like a centrist at the very least. Yeah, at least. Like, like someone... Like who can who can basically see from both sides of the argument, if you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. Like who's not completely biased to the left, but who's not completely biased to the right either. Right. So yeah, that's what they do. That's how I think California should be run. I mean, if I was living in California and I wanted to run for a a, a major office like state senator or senator or the governor, what I would do is register myself as a Democrat but just give conservative ideas, if you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely. That that would be the, the way so to go. Can, so that I can remain electable but then govern the state without without actually turning it into a massive... Pardon my French, hellhole for the rest of the state. Right, yeah. So, yeah, that's it, what they do. And, yeah, 
track and trace is what's happening in the UK from that's what they're saying. Well, and yeah, go on. Yeah, well, hopefully, you know, they are not going to be going to be too invasive. This whole track and trace thing, I'm not a big fan of. You know, they, they're trying to trace all the data to see where you're going, how long you're going there, if it's social distancing and stuff like that. I, I'm not really a fan. This is getting way too far and, and beyond what we should be doing. But, hey, I got to wrap on up. Thank you for the call as always, man. Definitely appreciate you. It was nice catching up with you, ABL. Likewise, man, for sure. I shall speak to you on Sunday. All righty. Uh, Sunday, your time, Saturday, my time. I got you, boss. I shall speak to you then. All righty. Peace. Peace. All that'll be a wrap for me. Thank you all for joining. Most certainly appreciate you. Like I said, this show is every uh, Saturday and Wednesday. Wednesday and Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern to 11 p.m. Eastern. Doing a live show. And throughout the week, I do pre-recorded videos. I got the website. I got the merch. I got all that good stuff. Uh, merch link's in the box. Website link in the box. Everything's in the box. Thank you all for being here. Shout out to all the super chatters, the PayPalers, the uh, Patreoners, the members, everybody. If you're watching, like, subscribe, share, whatever you do. Thank you for what you do. And hold on. I got one more super chat. Thank you to a definition of anarchy who says you got great mods, my guy. Keep on one tuck. <laughs> Thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate you. And you guys are great. We got True Helper, Omar Adams, Michelle A, and Sell, Bill from the Hills. Uh, I think I saw Elijah Jean earlier. Yes, I saw Elijah Jean when I said Ansel. Thank you to all the mods, Shreves, for doing a good job. You guys are fantastic. Uh, Michelle A, of course. You, you guys are great. Um, that's pretty much all I got for tonight. So thank y'all for joining yet again. I'll be live again Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern to 11 p.m. Eastern as always. And until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out and peace.